1: and Steve's News updates with Kathy Romano.
0: Today, Wednesday, July 13th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. Starbucks is closing 16 stores around the country because of repeated safety issues, including drug use and other disruptive behaviors that... Yeah. Oh, yeah. The coffee giant is closing six stores in its hometown of Seattle, six in Los Angeles, two in Portland, and one each in Philadelphia and Washington. Starbucks uh, said employees at those stores will be given the opportunity to transfer to other stores. Uh, Starbucks said Tuesday the closures are part of a larger effort to respond to staff concerns and make sure stores are safe and welcoming. In a letter to employees, Starbucks senior vice presidents of operation Debbie Stroud and Denise Nelson said the company's stores aren't immune from problems like rising drug use and growing mental health crisis. uh, we know the challenges can at times play out within our stores too. We read every incident report that you file; it's a lot. They said, uh, but the company also faced criticism from worker some workers who said they were they weren't consulted or given any options besides closure. They said they were not part of the decision making about their own working conditions.
3: I think that they were one, <clears throat> excuse me one of the first companies, or at least one of the first cafes like this, to sort of uh provide free Wi Fi mm-hmm. and you know have couches and sort of things just where well, you could just sort of loiter uh, well, not loiter, but uh, hopefully, I guess, in their mind, hang out and keep drinking coffee. And I think this is kind of the environment they've created over the years.
2: Yeah. Uh, so the closures took on heightened significance because of an ongoing unionization effort at Starbucks' U.S. stores. More than 189 stores voted to unionize since late last year, according to the National Labor Relations Board. Uh, Starbucks <laughs> opposes the effort. Two of the Seattle stores that are closing voted to unionize, while one of the Portland stores petitioned to hold a union vote. Last month, Starbucks also closed a unionized store in Ithaca, New York because of operational problems including an overflowing grease trap.
3: Does Dr. Evil still own Starbucks?
2: <laughs> U.S. labor law doesn't prevent them from closing its stores for business purposes, but uh, it can't close a store whether it's unionized or not or not in retaliation against labor organizers.
4: Mm. I know that was just a slip of the tongue, Kathy, but my entire family calls the state Unork. unork.
0: <laughs> because they just
4: think it sounds that. funny. So that. as soon as you said
5: Unork, I just... Unique, unique. New York York. is one of those
0: uh, tongue twisters uh that I worked hard on perfecting. Yeah, uh, saying it quickly: unique New York, unique New York, unique (laughs) New York, (laughs) unique New York, unique New York. It's really hard to do, and even just saying the word New York.
3: What's the the Toyota one that trips you up all the time?
0: Oh, uh, um, uh, Del Toyota. Yeah, yeah,
3: Toyota. Uh, If if I I say Toyota, it's like toy boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's like trying to say toy
0: boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy (laughs) boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. That one I worked on too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But Toyota. Yota. Yeah. Toyota, 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 I, 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 I get my, <laughs> I look like uh, Tim Allen <laughs> when I do that. But anyway, you know, back to New York, back, back, to, the back to New
2: York. Uh, no, but that's rubber the... baby buggy. <laughs> 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 uh, so the one that at closing in Center City is at 10th and Chestnut. So just keep that in mind. Uh, the a 14 year old who surrendered to police Monday in connection with a deadly attack on a 73 year old man in Philadelphia last month is now charged with murder. Richard Jones surrendered to police alongside his attorney. Jones has also been charged with criminal conspiracy. Uh, a 10-year-old was involved in the beating. He was released and hasn't been charged. Jones and others were allegedly involved in the June 24th attack on the 2100 block of Cecil B. Moore Avenue in North Philadelphia. Police say 73-year-old James Lambert, affectionately known as Simmy, was attacked by four males and three females. Police say Lambert suffered injuries to, the, to his head and later died. Homicide Captain Jason Smith says at least two teens took part in the beating anyone with information is asked to contact the philadelphia police department homicide unit by calling 215-686-3334 pennsylvania's governor tweeted he had big news on tuesday announcing the state budget passed in recent days includes funding for three new state parks the park sites have yet to be chosen but work to identify and purchase the land is underway by the state department of conservation and natural resources the state's 2022-23 spending plan includes 56 million dollars to add to add the new state parks to what is currently a 121-park system. Uh, The three will be the first new state parks in Pennsylvania since 2005, not counting Washington Crossing, which was transferred from the State Historical and Museum Commission. The money will also help develop the state's first park for the use of all-terrain vehicles and similar motorized recreational vehicles. Yeah, pretty cool. That is cool. In sports this morning... (laughs) Lost to the Blue Jays for three last night in Toronto. What the f- is this Jose Barrios matched his career high by striking out 13 over six innings? Lourdes Gurriel had four hits, including a go ahead double in the sixth inning, and the Blue Jays ended a four game losing streak with the win. The f- is that. The- Quick two-game series wraps up tonight. Zach Wheeler will get the start first pitch is scheduled for seven oh five. The Flyers placed forward Oscar Limbaugh on waivers in order to buy out, buy, uh, buy out of his final year of his contract, which has an average annual value of $3 million. General Manager Chuck Fletcher said it was a very difficult decision for them to make and that they spent a lot of time on it. No one can question the desire, will, and strength to overcome all that Oscar has been through on the ice and off the ice in order to return to the game he loves. Oscar's commitment to his teammates and impact in our room has been immeasurable. He is truly an inspiration to us all and he will always remain as a special part of the Philadelphia Flyers family. We wish him all of the best as he continues his NHL career, Fletcher said. In recognition of Oscar's inspiration to the city of Philadelphia, the Flyers charities will make a donation of $100,000 in his name to a local organization that supports families impacted by cancer. Uh, Linbaum departs the team after spending parts of five seasons with the Flyers and eight Seasons as a member of the organization. And that's what I have
0: for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kat. So Wednesday morning in full motion as we have a secret text word ready for you, a chance for you to win some tickets. Uh, MMR presents the show Highly Suspect. They're going to be playing Franklin Music Hall on October 8th. They just announced their tour yesterday. Uh, Tickets go on sale Friday. And if you're interested in winning tickets to this show... Uh, just text WORD SECRET to 39333 and we'll send you the special code word later on. ask good to call them at that word designated caller. We'll win those tickets.
6: I'm a fan of those guys.
0: Uh, and we'll grab a random uh, winner as well. Cool. Highly suspect. Yeah, Have you yeah, seen
6: them? We, yeah, they performed. Actually, I um, was fairly unaware of them until they actually performed at the Camp Out for Hunger. We, right, had, yeah. we had a show over there at the, um, uh, um, I was going to say Armour Music Hall, Victory Beer Hall. And I was uh, I was kind of blown away with them there. Yeah, and I remember then, about
0: you coming back saying how great they were. I did not see the show.
6: And that so here's a funny thing that year like not, it, there wasn't a huge showing. Yeah, you was know? no. you know, just smattering. People showed up. Yeah. That album that they were performing that night was up for a Grammy. <laughs> for I Best know. Rock out. Of. I know. Yeah. 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 All
0: right. So they're coming back to town. So you have a chance to win yourself some tickets. So make sure you get on board for that. Uh, so on Wednesdays we do another thing. We go on TV, Fox Good Day. Today we'll check in close to eight o'clock this morning, and we thought it was kind of timely to have our good friend Derek Pitts, the chief astronomer of the Franklin Institute on the Web Telescope, was debuted the other day and pulling back some amazing photos. And I don't know if you guys saw the moon on the way in this morning. I did not. Massive yellow. It's a super moon. Ah, cool. I did not know that until I saw the moon this morning. I'm like, Okay. Hmm. Is it just me or is that look gigantic? (laughs) What's going on? Sure enough, I saw that uh, apparently yesterday and this evening, this morning and this evening, is a super moon. So we can talk to Derek about that. Yes, yeah. uh, Which is great. And listen, we can geek out with him about just about anything. He's just the best. There's so much stuff going on. So we'll talk to him in the 8 o'clock hour. And we also have Ken Hall, who is on the Umbrella Academy. So he played... He did the motion capture stuff for Pogo, the chimp, but he is also Commissioner Herb on the show. So we will talk to him about all things Umbrella Academy, which is a great show, and we will get to that in the 9 o'clock hour as well. So these things are going on today. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. The Entertainment Report is up next. The Emmys were announced yesterday. Lots of nominations to go over, but we'll touch on a little bit of it in the Entertainment Report, some other things to pass along, as well as a stupid question that both Nick McElwain and I are very proud of today. <laughs> so we will have your chance to win some
7: goodies with that when we return. Stay there. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes? You guessed it, weekly.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant
7: now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: All right, for the Stupid Question Prize, we have a $150 Fogo to Show gift card. And the question that we are going to go with is as follows. Okay, Hussein Kosro uh, Ali Vaziri was better known by which name? <clears throat> 215-263-WMMR. Let me give you that again because it might be difficult to, uh, to jot down or research if you need to do that. Unless you just know it, rock on. Hussain Kozrao Ali Baziri <laughs> was better known by which name? Two one five two six three WMMR. I have a guess. You can figure that out. All right, so we'll go through some birthdays today. We got some biggies and some people uh, getting up there in age. Uh, but still uh, maturing like fine wine, Mr. Harrison Ford. Oh,
3: okay. and it turns
0: eighty years
3: wow. old. Oh my god, new really? Yep. Wow. Yep. And they're working on the new Indiana Jones movie, right? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. <sighs> What they're going to do with Indy, but you know, I don't know. I know the big thing that you know, the Ark of the Covenant was the first movie. This was uh, early dinner at Denny's. Okay, is the object just to be able to pull it off? Two o'clock seating. No, uh, he's in great shape. Um,
4: Yeah. Uh, he? Why not? If he can do it, he's a very active guy. Yeah, yeah it's in the uh, post production, so they they're wrapped with yeah. filming, and it's got Mads Mikkelsen in it, who's uh, great. Yeah, Phoebe Waller Bridge. Um, so and Boyd Holbrook was a great actor as well. is a great actor. So, uh, Toby I Jones. N- there's some really yeah, good names in yes, this. There's I never saw mad. the fourth one, and and uh, <sighs> that's how I've heard it's, it described. I, it's but okay. It's not <laughs>
6: fair? It's not fair because if you go back to the very first one. It's all very fantastical. Okay. Yep. I mean, you know what I mean? So, like, sure. the reveal at the end, you're like, oh, come on. And, it, but-
3: it doesn't. For me, it doesn't matter that it's fantastical. It's just, yeah. it, it's not a very, I don't think it's a very good movie. There, there are parts of it, I think, that are really good. I just don't think it's as cohesive as the other ones. Not as good as the others, but yeah. I, I didn't hate it. Okay. I mean,
0: there, there were some ridiculous moments, but then again, they, he... Like Casey was kind of pointing out, there's some pretty damn ridiculous moments in the first few. Sure, <laughs> three yeah, the whole still. thing is
3: predicated on these flights of fancy,
0: but he's great, and and uh, like. Yeah, I've heard Bandit about that uh, That Indy's superpower is, like, he's the luckiest dude ever.
3: Oh, like, like Domino just, and... Uh... Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. Things it's not go. a superpower. It, it, yes, it he
0: comes this close <laughs> to not making it, <laughs> uh-huh. but he makes it every time.
3: Yeah, you know?
1: and sometimes
3: so. he's just a spectator to everything that's going on, but he's, yep. he's there and he's great. And, and the Ford. dramatic stuff is great, too. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh what was the one where he uh he loses him he was in, a, in an accident and, uh regarding uh, Henry yeah oh really my good uh and then obviously
0: witness the Fugitive. The fugitive yeah, yeah. He's eighty years old today. Uh, it's Cheech Marin's birthday today. Richard Marin, born under that name, Cheech and Chong, uh, fame of course, seminal
3: comedy at that time. Records, oh. uh, you they were subversive to listen to them. It's like oh, those guys, they're they're really free. they they smoke marijuana. Oh my god, <laughs> the, the, the 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 Cheech
0: and Chong wedding album, yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. I used to listen Classic. to those and the movies all the time. And outside of the Cheech and Chong movies, uh, like um, Tin Cup, yeah, That's great this movie. Is this yeah. is from Tin Cup. And he, he is Romeo. He's great in that. Uh, and he also, he, he's done some uh, dramatic stuff from time to time. Uh, and I uh, um, Guilty Pleasure of mine was a solo movie as his, of his, uh, Born in East L.A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some really funny moments in that movie. <laughs>
3: there are. He is also uh, the owner of a multi-million
0: dollar... Art collection, yeah, yeah, he is really into the world, but specifically uh, like Chicano art, yes, and uh, and uh, you know uh, Central and South America and art. He's he's a, a real curator in that. He's seventy six years old today. Cameron Crowe has his birthday today. He's great. Uh, yep, loads of great movies under his belt. Fast Times at Ridgemont High, one that got him started. Say Anything, Jerry Maguire, uh, Almost Famous, obviously, almost is a great one.
3: Is that? Is that his best movie? It very well might be.
6: Um, I, I think don't it's know.
0: one of my favorites for yeah. him. Uh, say, but say anything, anything for
3: me. holds a pretty yeah.
0: important part in my heart as well. Uh, Do you know that uh, Sydney Weekender here has a, uh, a tattoo uh, that is a reference to Almost Famous? It says It's All Happening. Oh, nice. He's got it right here. It's All Happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he is 65 years old today. Patrick Stewart. Ah. Oh. Uh, Mr. Captain Picard. I almost said Mr. Picard. Mr.
3: Picard. He was my teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Picard. Yeah. Aren't you that space guy? <laughs> don't 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 say it out loud. <laughs> uh, and also now
0: in the uh, he's he, well I don't well, you can say it yeah yeah they, they've crossed over the yeah, X right, right. crossed over into the Marvel universe which is pretty damn amazing it is
3: awesome you remember his drink of choice as Captain Picard don't you no er, uh, Earl Grey hot
0: Earl Grey yeah okay. Awesome. So he turns uh, 82 years old today. He's great.
3: He's funny, too. He's a pothead, too. He is a
0: pothead. <laughs> he loves smoking weed. Rock I'm on. I'm sparking
3: up a doob. Leave me alone.
0: Uh, the great Roger McGuinn of the birds.
3: Also reaches eighty years old today. He's one of my absolute favorite. I love Roger McGuinn.
7: And love uh, the Birds.
0: Uh, Steve, I, was it you that had initially mentioned uh, Echo in the Valley? That um, yes, documentary yeah, yeah. about that uh, about the LA music scene of this time. And, yeah, yeah, all
3: that stuff. Really amazing. And the Birds were a big part of that. So he turns and massive influence for Tom Petty. Eighty years old today. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Erno
0: Rubik. The guy who brought us Rubik's Cube is uh, 78 years old today. He's a Hungarian inventor. Hate that effing thing. uh, I know. And my son can rip right through that. I'm like, okay.
3: I Um, don't even know how to hold it.
0: I don't know how the hell you do this thing. He tried to tell me about the... uh the the, no. the algorithm it's that all wrong yeah. yeah we're
3: stupid it is funny to see <laughs> it how makes tim- me feel
0: stupid
4: to see how timeless it is because you know yeah. my, my son and his buddies they all play with it and uh, my one of my son's best friends like literally has world records for doing it faster than anybody else on the planet it's um you know and these are kids who were, were born well after the uh, thing was invented
2: yeah i had to follow a youtube well i tried to follow a youtube video that set it back, like to, to, I don't know. To like reset factory it. standards? To reset it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was like to or how it originally came, or whatever. We couldn't even do that. I was <laughs> like, oh, forget this thing. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, we also have actress Aya Cash. And, Steve, you would know her from The Boys. She played Stormfront yeah. in the second season. <laughs> she's she's a great, great, great character. She, um, uh, she
3: pops up briefly in, in, uh, in this season. Yeah. Uh, she was also in the, the Wolf of Wall Street and
0: uh, a handful of other films as well, but I like her.
3: And then the last birthday, Casey's young, uh, Not
0: youngest. I almost said youngest. Next to youngest, uh, Seamus turns 15
6: oh. Oh. Hey. years old today. Yeah. Oh, man, I have music and everything. It's not there. How about okay. that? Sorry, what I'll, I'll, you, I'll you do this one. What were you going to play? It was Father and Son from Cat Stevens, but okay. for some reason it is not there. But I got this one. This, this is from Endgame. <laughs> we watched this a million times together. Uh, so so you, this yeah. your
3: thing together? Watch. Well, this?
6: so Press knows uh, because he has this with with Caroline. Um, they have been watching like, Stranger Things. When right. you can connect with your child oh, on yeah. anything. Right. So Marvel, for, for us, has been like it's great. that thing that we just dial in
3: on. So It's got to be awesome.
6: We're not going to spend a whole lot of time here. He's sleeping, and he, he will be sleeping until probably noon or whatever. So Seamus, if you hear this, I love you Aww. more than anything. Happy birthday. Brother. By the way,
0: here's my impression now, and yeah. we've known Seamus since he was born. Right. At 15, this is my impression of Seamus now. You ready? Yeah.
8: What's
3: so, yeah. <laughs> up? Yeah, he's a teenager.
0: Every yeah, time yeah, I yeah. see him
3: now, he's like, what's
0: up? At least he
2: says hi to you. Oh, yeah. Like, at it's... least there's a teen that says hi. Do you not get hi. that? Like, oh, my God, no. Yeah. <laughs> you don't I, even get a hello.
0: I think it's hilarious. I, I think it's awesome. So, happy birthday, Seamus. You're the man, buddy. All right, let's see if we can indeed get an answer to this stupid question with my horrible uh, pronunciation of his name. Hussein. Khosrau Ali Vaziri is better known by which name? And we will go to Michael to see if we can get the answer. Hey, Michael, good morning. Good morning. All right, Michael Hussein. full name, was uh, better known by which name? One of the greatest followers on Twitter, The Iron Sheikh. The Iron Sheikh. Ah! You are correct, Michael. Hang on. And he is very funny on Twitter. He is. Yeah, he's 80 years
6: old.
3: Yeah, I wonder. Because, yeah, he's. He, Tweets a lot.
7: Yeah. Oh,
6: he's so funny. Yeah, he, he he uses the word jabroni a lot. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, also, yeah. Uh, he says F the whatever. Yeah, right?
3: yeah all the time. Mm-hmm.
6: He yeah. hates everything
3: all uh, the
0: time. Uh, the Iron Sheik was brought up yesterday because we were playing music from Duncan Sheik. case he told us that the Iron Sheik was Duncan <laughs> Sheik's birthday. Uh, a father. So, therefore, or, I'm sorry, yeah. that is father. So we thought we would uh, pass sure. it back for the stupid question this morning. And we are going to give Michael a $150 Fogo to show gift card. Fogo is a culinary experience. And the best place to discover new favorites like their new bone-in ribeye and bone-in double-cut pork chop as part of the full Tresco experience, and you can make a reservation for Center City. Or, King of Prussia at Fogo.com. All right, we're going to start with uh, the Emmy nominations. I'm just going to touch on uh, this and we will go into detail a little bit later on because the breakdown. And I was telling Steve off air, I used to not care about the Emmys at all because it was uh, the same shows year after year going up against each it other. It got boring. There was yeah. a limited amount. And yeah. It was always, you know, like friends against, you know, whatever, cheers and, right. and so on. But now we have so many streaming platforms, so many different TVs. Uh, uh, programs to choose from, and and specials, and movies, and documentaries. That it's become a lot more interesting.
3: I think. I think in, in many ways it's become Oscar esque. Yeah. So we'll go
0: into detail a little bit later on. But um, the uh, leading of the awards were Succession, Ted Lasso, and The White Lotus. Uh, Succession received 29 nominations, 25 nominations with the most.
3: Emmy sweetheart. Yeah,
0: and then uh, Ted Lasso and the White Lotus uh, also received 20 each. Hacks and Only Murders in the Building, followed close behind with 17 nominations I love each. Both those shows, mm-hmm. too. And Selena Gomez, though, was uh, surprisingly snubbed for her acting.
3: Hey, they couldn't chuck her a nomination.
0: Uh, Making History is the first non English language series to be nominated for Best Drama. Squid Game earned 14 nods. And also, Making History is uh, Quinta Brunson creator of abbott elementary she deserves it uh the show earned seven nods and variety reports that brunson is the first black woman to earn three comedy nominations in the same year also uh chadwick bozeman received a posthumous nomination for his role in what if uh so we'll cover some of the details on that a little bit later on this morning do, it develops, i'll do the uh, the breakdowns of who's nominated and so on but uh, they made those announcements yesterday there's a bunch more stuff to get to so we'll move on to that uh james franco getting back into his acting career four years after being faced with sexual misconduct allegations wow it's been that long Mm -hmm. (sighs) yeah the 44 year old has been cast as a fisherman in the coming of age period drama called me from director billy august Uh, franco said in a statement i'm excited to board this phenomenal project And to be working with the legendary Billy August, I'm a huge fan of his work, and Me, You is a truly brilliant script. Is it Me, You? Oh, it's called Me, You. All right, Me, comma, You. Uh, Franco is also starring in the upcoming action movie Mace. His most recent roles include voicing a character in the 2019 movie Arctic Dogs and the third and final season of HBO's The Deuce that same year. Uh, He was accused of sexually inappropriate behavior by five women, four of whom were his acting students, in an article published by the Los Angeles Times in January 2018. Uh, That same month, one of the alleged victims... Uh, had told Good Morning America the Franco abused his power by exploiting the non-celebrity women that he worked with under the guise of giving them opportunities. At the diamond attorney of Franco denied each of those allegations. Uh, but he is coming back to get back to work. So
3: the weird thing was is that he, he you know, he and uh, he had sort of his, his pack that he was with from uh, Seth Rogen and uh, a, a number of the others. Oh, basically, that cast of the movie The End right. were all in his circle. And I don't know if they've still maintained a friendship or where that stands because they would work together a lot. Yeah, don't know.
0: Uh, so, this is out of Albuquerque. Sony Pictures is set to unveil a set of Breaking Bad statues outside of the Albuquerque Convention Center. What? These are our
3: favorite meth July right.
0: July 29th in honor of the iconic series. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs>
3: uh-huh.
0: I mean, you know, when it comes down to Yay! it, these characters were meth peddlers.
3: Sweetie, stand in front of the meth peddlers.
0: Of uh, statues, series creator Vince Gilligan said, over the course of 15 years, two, two TV shows and one movie... Albuquerque has been wonderful to us. I wanted to return the favor and give something back. He said, these larger-than-life bronzes of Walter White and Jesse Pinkman exist (laughs) thanks to the generosity of Sony Pictures Television and the artistry of sculptor Trevor Grove and I love them. It makes me happy to picture them gracing the Duke City for decades to come. I think it's kind of cool <clears throat> attracting busloads of tourists. Yeah. It, it is mean,
3: weird, but it's I think it's cool. To I mean, see. it's considered one of the all-time great TV Absolutely, dramas. Absolutely, yeah. You know? It might be one of it, it might
6: be my favorite and I'm watching Better Call Saul right now, but like, you know, you could have put like maybe Sex Schrader up there. Uh Hank who was probably the only good guy on the whole show? Yeah, but people wouldn't know.
3: Yeah. At, at least oh, people even, know. Even, even people who are vaguely familiar with the series would right. know who they, you know, those right. leads are
0: so Cranston and Paul added in a statement we are thrilled and humbled to be getting bronze statues of our characters from Breaking Bad permanently placed at the convention center in downtown Albuquerque. They said this city has meant so much to us over the years, and we want to thank everyone at ABQ uh, for not only being great hosts throughout our show and better call Saul. Uh, but being an important character in the storytelling as well, we also appreciate that the statues will be indoors and therefore protected from pigeons depositing their critiques
6: <laughs> uh-huh. on our heads.
3: Um, Are they going ahead with that 900-foot balcony in Illinois? <laughs> I think
6: so. Um, I'll be in Albuquerque in September, right? I'm driving across the country. That's, that's still happening, right? That's one of the stops. There yeah. you go, uh, yeah. dude. You'll be able to go to the statues. And not only that, I need—I mean, I need to go to Walter White's house. He yes. needs to spend a lot of time in Albuquerque.
0: So the large light bronze statues were originally commissioned in 2019, so Sony Pictures originally commissioned the piece, and the statues took over two years to complete. The design was a collaboration between Gilligan and sculptor Trevor Grove. Have you
3: seen them? Did they have pictures no, of them? No, I haven't I, seen them I didn't yet. see in the article that I read. I and think like, they're going to wait for the unveiling. Oh, yeah, because sometimes they come oh out God. bad, like the Lucy statue. Mm-hmm. That was the worst. Jesus Christ. It <laughs>
0: looked like John Wayne Gacy. Uh, both bronze statues are set to be installed and displayed inside the Albuquerque, Albuquerque Convention Center. Do people
3: still show up at that house and do the pizza thing? with the, uh, throwing the I pizza up they, on the roof? then they put up a fence because that became a <laughs> problem? Yeah, right. like, in that episode, yep. there's yep. a the famous scene in the where he flings the, the, the box yeah. and the pizza lands on the roof and then tourists would come by and throw pizza up exactly. on the roof. Yep. Wendy Williams
0: is speaking out about the final episode of her talk show. She told the Post that she wasn't invited to be a part of it. Uh, she said that uh, Debmar Mercury didn't ask me to do that, so I didn't. I sat in my apartment and I watched it and I was like, eek what she said.
8: Yeah. Yes. I can't believe what I'm watching.
0: She said, Debmar Mercury, in my opinion, should have done it with me, not these other people on the Wendy Williams show, except for Fat Joe. I love him. He's my favorite. Of course, he's uh, everyone's
3: favorite. Uh, she
0: also opened up about her upcoming podcast, saying that if you're extremely famous like I am... What? <laughs> really? Is she serious? (laughs) She's serious. It's Uh, not tongue-in-cheek. She said hosting a podcast will make more money than being on The Wendy Williams Show. Did
3: you, uh, there was a clip that came out where she was talking about getting into the world of podcast, but she was referring to it as if it had just been invented. So I'm, I'm learning about podcast and what the world of podcast is. She was in radio for years. Yeah, you you know what's going on. In fact, she, (laughs) she was brought into the Hall of Fame the year before us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yep. Uh, Chris Hemsworth has a lot
0: lot going on for him. In a recent interview with UK's uh, Capital FM, Natalie Portman shared that her Love, Thor, and Thunder uh, co-star refrained from eating meat for hours before they shot their kissing scene out of respect for her. (laughs) She said, he's really nice. The day we had a kiss scene, he didn't eat meat that morning because I'm a vegan. And he eats meat like every half hour. So that was thoughtful. That's not something I'm angry about or care about, but he was just being thoughtful. He's a very nice person, she said. Uh, This comes after Hemsworth shared a heartfelt post about what a proud dad he was on Monday, posting photos of his daughter on the set of two different Thor movies. He wrote, uh, here's two pics of me and my daughter. Uh, One was the first time she was on the set 11 years ago, and the other is the most recent on Thor, Love and Thunder. She's my favorite
3: superhero. So in this movie case, is he the the most jacked he's ever been for a Thor, He looks like he's he's a monster. Yeah, I
6: mean, he's up there, and at one point he's uh, completely in the buff, and, uh, and and you know, he's full on flexing. Right, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but like I follow him on on Instagram, and I mean he just does these insanely intense workouts. Right. Yeah, I
0: stopped following him because of <laughs> that. All was, I yeah. thought it'd be kind of cool, you know, <laughs> peek inside his life outside yeah. of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's just he's
3: Chris Hemsworth. I want to make you feel bad about yourself. He's just working out all the time. Here's how I make you feel bad about you.
0: Mm. Hey, Mickey Rourke is not impressed in the slightest by Tom Cruise. Uh, On Piers Morgan Uncensored recently, the actor dragged Cruz's acting career. He said, this guy's been doing the same effing part for 35 (laughs) years. I got no respect for that. Uh, Rourke went on to say that he isn't phased by Top Gun Maverick's success at the box office. He said, I don't care about money and power. I care about when I watch Al Pacino work and Christopher Walken and Robert De Niro's early work and Richard Harris's work and Ray Winstone's work. That's my kind. That's the kind of actor I want to be like. He said Montgomery Cliff and Marlon Brando back in the day. And then he added, I think he's irrelevant in my world. <laughs> but, but
2: why, why did he even make this comment?
0: He was asked about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, he's commenting on Piers Morgan must have asked him what he thought about Tom Cruise's success. So
3: Mickey Rourke is legitimately, like you watch The Wrestler, he's phenomenal. Oh, he's amazing. He's, a, he's just, yeah. he's a, he's off the rails uh, sometimes, and that was that's what makes him difficult to well, work with. And he's also going to have a harder time acting uh, because of all the alterations to his face. It's like
0: Cher; she did so uh, much to her face God, that think, the ability to yeah. express, yeah,
3: has kind of gone away. You know what I mean? Like a guy who's had people stomp on his face that served him well for the wrestler.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly.
3: So, so apparently Anna Wintour.
0: Is quite the matchmaker. Page six reports that the Vogue editor set Bradley Cooper up with Huma Abedin. Uh, I, I guess that's his name. I believe it is Abedin. Okay, A yeah. B E D I N. Uh, the top aide to Hillary Clinton, and that the pair have been dating for a few months now.
3: Yeah, she was also married to Anthony Weiner. Oh, was she? Yes. Yeah, so that oh, she was okay. she was married to okay.
6: Weiner.
9: Weiner. 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 <laughs>
3: And uh, it's that
6: freaking guy. Remember <laughs> that? Oh, my God. He was wiener. Wiener.
9: eating. Wiener. Oh, my God. Uh,
6: wiener.
9: Wiener. 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 was he posting naked wiener. pictures and wiener. Wiener. stuff? Wiener he was sexting with an
3: under. Oh. Stop under- the wieners. Yeah. Stop the wieners. Yeah. He Yeah. He did it twice. He was sending pictures of him. It was. Well, yeah. To a girl who was 15 or 16, I guess. I'd say this is a bit of a step up for her. A uh, massive
0: from, from step up. Wiener to Bradley Cooper. Wiener. Wiener. And uh, a source told the outlet Anna definitely played matchmaker. She's at BFFs with Bradley and adores, uh, <laughs> is it Huma or Uma? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say MMA. Huma Abedin. Huma, Huma Abedin. Huma? Huma Abedin.
6: Nah. Yeah. There's only one Uma. That's that one. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, People reports that the men's grooming company, Manscaped, has found its new spokesperson,
3: and it's Pete Davidson. Do you have a specific manscaping design device, or do you just use an electric razor? I have a really good electric razor. You know That's what, what I, I do.
0: I don't know the brand name of it, but it's it's waterproof, and it has a
3: guard, a, an adjustable guard God, on it, which you need I that. love. So, yep. When you're bringing something like that like, close to your balls, you
8: need
3: protection, Kathy, mm-hmm. trust us.
8: All right, then. Yep.
0: Uh so Manscaped has found this uh the spokesperson Pete Davidson in a comedic advertisement released on Monday Davidson jokes presentation matters don't make me get specific cuz i will and then he adds shave it baby so he is now shilling that so Yeah
3: but they all have their product line
0: Uh Steve said in this article about uh, actor Edward Furlong Played John Connor in Terminator 2, Danny Vineyard in American History X. He was yeah. wonderful in that. Appeared alongside Hollywood greats like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Meryl Streep, Ed Norton, and Liam Neeson. Uh, but in his 20s, he descended into uh, the hell of meth and heroin abuse that persisted through uh, the birth of his son, Ethan, who is now 15 and led to multiple arrests. And now over five years after his last brush with the law, 2016 Commission for Being Under the Influence of Drugs, Furlong was 44 years old is sober. He has been for over four years now. He is relaunching his movie career, recently filming in uh, Texas with Brad Keller, uh, producer-director who worked on uh, the film JFK. It's a project called Charlie's Horse. And his new lease on life also includes a fresh set of teeth. Yeah. His own had rotted Mm -hmm. due to years of meth use. He described his new ones, which he got from L.A. Experts Global Implant Dentistry, as being part of his second chance. They said it's great. To, it feels great to be back on set and sober
3: too. He was really great in American History oh X. Gosh. Obviously, Terminator Two is where you you know first became aware of him, but he's so good. Yeah, and there there had to be something in there for you to really connect to because he he plays that part. So it's such a tragic movie. Yeah, uh, he's, he was talking about being on set. He said I didn't feel hungover when I went to work, and there's other sober
0: people at work, which is weird because if you're not sober. You're not hanging out with the other sober people. So it was cool. And I really enjoy it. And I feel like I I can be more in the moment. I love to work. And we will see what happens. Uh, Joking, he said, hopefully I won't end up having to be a prostitute or something (laughs) like that.
3: (laughs) Well, you know, he's in that documentary that uh, Soleil Moon Fry made. Kind of an autobiography. Yeah. Girl 9? What was it? then? I forget the name of it. Anyway, they Soleil Moon Fry, Punky Brewster, and he had a relationship for a while. When his career was initially very
0: hot. Uh so he says it took him some time to come around to the idea of having his teeth ripped out and replaced, but admits it, it has been worth it. He said it sounds weird for me to be talking about teeth because I don't live and breathe the way I look. But every time I looked in the mirror, it just bummed me out as a reminder of what I had done for all those years. And it's nice to get a second chance. It was a no brainer and I'm super glad that I did it. So he's making... Yeah, it's good. Uh, ...more changes. All right, and then, let me see here. I have time for one more thing. Uh, in an interview with Deadline, Jennifer Coolidge shared a glimpse into the second season of The White Lotus. We were talking about how many uh, Emmy nods. I haven't seen any of this. Neither have I. Uh, Coolidge received her first primetime Emmy nomination on Tuesday for her role in the show. She said, I'm still Tanya. I'm still messed up. She went on to say that The White Lotus, uh, Sicily, feels completely different, almost like a different show show. And she said it's even more complicated than the first one. So we'll talk a little bit more about those nominations uh, when we break down the Emmys. In the meantime, we are going to do some clips. (laughs) Where the Crawdads Sing is a coming-of-age story of a young girl in a mysterious murder case. And here, Olivia Newman talks about why directing this film was a dream come true. I
9: was in love with the book. I was so excited to be able to work with Lucy Alibar, who's um, just an amazing lyrical screenwriter. Um, And I was surrounded by a team of powerhouse women who were passionate about the book, um, and shared, you know, shared my vision for it. So it was very exciting. <laughs> I don't,
3: I don't want, to, I don't think I want to
0: see it. Where the Crawdads <laughs> Sing opens on Friday.
3: hear the story. Apparently, Taylor Swift was a, a huge fan of the book, and just out of the blue, composed a song oh. for a, not realizing that a movie has actually had actually gone into production. So oh, wow, so uh, it went right they, to the. Got a Taylor Swift song. without Not even trying.
0: Next clip. Here we go. <laughs>
3: of fury
0: the <laughs> legend of hank an animated comedy loosely based on the 1974 film blazing saddles what? follows a down on his luck dog who dreams of becoming a samurai and here samuel l jackson explains his character
10: i play uh jimbo who's um an experienced older samurai who has fallen from grace and is uh Actually, the fastest sword in the world. What
7: The hell are you talking about? All right,
0: I did not know this. It is based on Blazing Saddles, <laughs> uh, samurai. All right, Pause of Fury: The Legend of Hank hits theaters on Friday. Is
3: it? Me- it's is it not meant exclusively for adults, Ryan? Right? It-, it looks no. very kiddish.
0: Probably, I guess along the. line. Lo- I don't know how it would be influenced. No. By, uh, no, no, by wow, yeah,
4: I it's got Blazing to, um, Saddles. Mel Brooks is in it. Oh, Get Out. Yeah. That's awesome. George Takei, Ricky Gervais. I mean, it's got a really great (laughs) cast. Jimon Hounson, uh, Gabriel Iglesias.
0: Yeah. Okay. There's some good names in there. All right. Anyhow, that's the end of the uh, entertainment report for you today, friends. Don't forget we have a secret text word today. We have your chance to win a pair of tickets. MMR presents Highly Suspect, Franklin Music Hall, October 8th. Text the word... Secret 39333. We will see if you win a little bit later on. Hey, I'm going to mention this. We have a new Daily Rush video for you to check out. It's called the Alien Morning Radio Show. Yeah. <laughs> Scientists are receiving radio signals from deep space. And the Alien Morning Show is giving away 500 credits every parsec on the parsec. <laughs> Good morning, Alpha Centauri. And you can be the first to see the new Daily Rush videos by subscribing to our YouTube channel. Please do that. Yes.
3: Smash that thing. Smash Andy. that thing yeah. down below. Yeah. Smash
0: that like button. Where did the, why did the word smash become. I don't know. Become, I, all right, anyway. It, well, for it's us funny, it but every YouTuber says it. Every YouTuber says it. Yeah. Every YouTuber says it. Sponsored by Xfinity's GigSpeed Internet, and you can learn more at Xfinity.com, by the way. So take a look
5: giggity, 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 giggity,
0: giggity. when you have a chance there. All right, uh, we got guests and stuff, things happening. We're going to take a break. We'll tell you about all that when we return. Stay with us because we will not be gone long, my friend. The
9: Boss is back, baby. MMR Rocks Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band Thursday, March 16th at Wells Fargo Center. It's one show only. Baby, we were born. MMR VIPs, we've got your shot to score tickets to the biggest show of 2023. Click Contests at WMMR.com and enter for a free pair of tickets. Listen to Pierre's show, Monday the 25th at noon. They'll pick a name out of our electronic hat and give you 10 minutes to call us back to claim your tickets. If you're asleep at the wheel and miss your shot, we'll pick another name to see Bruce with MMR. Tickets on sale, Tuesday the 26th at 10 a.m. via Wells Fargo Center Philly.com 933 WMMR and Bruce Springsteen. Everything that rocks.
0: Hey, I got a gig this weekend. Oh, I am a sometime. I guess I'm a guest musician.
3: <laughs> uh, You're Johnny Depp, to hey, There you go. This band's Jeff Beck.
0: Right. There you go. Right. All right. So I, I'm not a member of the band, but I play with the band right. Five Times Famous. And uh, we will be playing at uh, in. Wildwood, New Jersey, at Mud Hen, which is this great brew pub. You were recommending it a lot. <laughs> Love it! Beautiful outdoor area, really cool stage, and uh, we will be there this coming Saturday. From and it's an early show. It's a one to four show, so come by for lunch slash early dinner happy hour. A cool afternoon, whatever right? Whatever you want to have. Yeah, we had great weather last time, so it's usually breezy back there. Yep. So, um, so that'll be uh, Mud Hen this Saturday,
3: and I will be uh, I'll be playing drums. So uh, excited! Do they like send the regular drummer home or do they operate sans drummer? They don't have a drummer. There you go. Yeah, it's just, so uh, you're not kicking some out of a gig. Two acoustic guitars, vocals, and they can play anything.
0: Wow. Like, and they, and they love people asking for requests. And they'll, like, uh, there, there were songs that, uh, that they, you know, they gave me a, a, a playlist. I, I've never, we never even practiced together. <laughs> That's the best. So <laughs> we just got together and I I learned these songs on my own and we played them. And then there were like several songs I've never played in my life. That we just went into and started really? playing, and I'm like, "All right, let's see what happens." Yeah. Uh, but I did tell them that if they wanted to, i my a little tiny, quiet acoustic drum kit. Right, I can play Tom Sawyer from Rush. I no. can't pull that off. really. And they said we'll try and learn it, oh. and maybe we maybe we will experiment with that on, cool. on Saturday. We'll have to see how <laughs> that goes. So, uh, anyhow, if you want, to come out. It's gonna be great down the shore. We'll have a good time. Um, so yesterday, Kathy had mentioned just a little while ago, uh, Amazon prime day, huge reaction day two of this. Yeah. And so we, we spent a fair amount of time talking about, uh, how to navigate that and some different specials that you can find and stuff like that. So on the other end of it. I found a list. I found quite interesting. Maybe this can help you out on what you don't want to buy. <laughs> so it's like
3: point-counterpoint.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an article that I uh, came across, and it is called 14 Things We Buy and Then Almost Never Use. Ah oh,
2: okay. right? I love this. Yep.
0: Okay. And I think... We can all... there. There's stuff on here that all of us have fallen into oh, the trap yeah, of. yeah. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. So, I'll go through this. I don't know who the author of this article was, unfortunately. It was um, Walt
3: Whitman. It was Walt Whitman. Yeah, yeah. He named
0: a bridge after yeah. him. <laughs> it's unbelievable. All right, so we'll start with this, and we'll begin with a pretty obvious one, uh, online subscriptions. Okay, and these so, some of these are, are not necessarily physical, tangible things. Right, but, right. Uh, and this would be one of them. So, uh, she says, uh, keep a close eye on those monthly bills. Uh, Are you still studying Spanish with those online lessons? Are you really reading your hometown newspaper online? Uh, Could you get by with some free options, maybe? Uh, Stick with subscriptions that you use, cancel those that you don't. If you don't want to do the work of reviewing your bills and canceling subscriptions you no longer use, there's a service. Uh, there's one that's called Trim that can do it for you. Yeah, I went to that site. It was something totally different, Preston. <laughs> so
3: they can uh, they can help you, I guess, go through and yeah. see what you haven't been spending time on. So, I so know. yeah, I, I told you, I I, I actually I subscribed to an app that was supposed to help me eliminate the other apps that I use that I am paying for that want to get rid of. And I've never used this app, right. so I'm paying for this one as well. I uh, guess, you know what might be
0: a good idea? What? is is that, uh, you know, how uh, uh, daylight savings time, we're, well, we're not going to have that anymore. Yeah, yeah. So I was there say, that. How, how you check your the batteries in your uh, in your smoke alarms. Right. Maybe it's a good time to go through your apps and clean them out and see what you're not
3: using. We have some time off coming up. I'm going to gonna make that a mission to go through uh, um, the, the, the stuff and trim as much as I can from that. I do actually use a lot of things I subscribe to, so that's good. Mm-hmm. But there are things, you know, uh, how many people subscribed to Netflix multiple times without realizing it? You know, yeah. it, it does happen. So You know you know which one I, I still have a subscription to, and I think I haven't I
0: made one in a long time, is that uh, the, the the app where you can put your, they, they have oh. montages of movie Movies. stars. Oh, I and, have that. And put, yeah, I have it too, yeah. but I pay a subscription for it. Sure, I
3: haven't used it in a year. You want the pro? You want the subscription so you can get the good movie clips That's uh-huh. that, that you never use? That I never no, I, I did the same thing because I wanted to not use it too. I need to stop paying for
0: that. <laughs> All right, here's another thing extended warranties. Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. And then after this, we'll, we'll start getting into actual uh, tangible things. products. Yeah. But extended mm. warranties. Should you bite generally? No, but it depends. Money Talks News founder Stacey Johnson says that typically extended warranties cost more than they're worth. Yes, but many new products seem to be fragile and complex, so you might want to
3: consider. I'll I'll tell you where. Like if you're on a computer or yeah. or something that's a little bit where you or like a screen cracks, you get an extended protection plan. Okay, maybe that's the case. But I'll, I love it when you go to get, like, a blender, and the blender is yep. uh, 80 bucks, and they'll say, do you want to pay $50? It's like, no. I just bought
2: a toothbrush from Target, and they asked if I wanted the extended warranty. <laughs> and I was like, no. Like if I, yeah, I was like, no, thank you. If this stops working within 90 days, yeah. I'll just bring it back.
0: So here's what you should do. You should find out exactly what the warranty does and does not cover. Uh-huh. And, of course, I'm not going uh, to do it. No, that. you're
3: not going to do it. Uh,
0: Use that app you bought. Check to see if your credit card offers warranty protection on purchases
3: made with that card, too. I, oh, it, interesting. It does, and I, I probably have no... And I, no, I know I don't have any idea what it provides. Mm-hmm. Uh, she writes, when my household bought new kitchen
0: appliances, we passed on the warranty for the oven... But we got the warranty for the refrigerator because because its ice machine and other features will get heavy use and could require pricey repairs.
3: So So I pick up a lot of our stuff, uh, you know, when people are throwing it out. I have a pickup truck and I ride around and just pick, you know, I'll throw it in the back of the truck and try to make it work. There you go. Yeah, Yeah. save a lot of money.
0: All right, here's another thing. This is number three on the list of 14 things that we buy and never use. Filing cabinet. (laughs) (laughs) They take up space and technology makes them obsolete. Yeah. Uh, so she says, when we used to keep files for our utility accounts, taxes, warranties, and operating manuals, car repair receipts, the list goes on. Uh, but now, so much of what was once paperwork can be accessed digitally. These big uh-huh. cabinets are just taking up space.
3: My wife is still very analog when it comes to a lot of this stuff. So she, yeah, does, Rochelle is too. She uses her filing cabinet. Yeah, we yeah. we
0: keep we keep all of our. Tax information and tax receipts from the last decade. Yeah. And man, do they take up a lot of they space. They do. They yeah. do. But I don't she, think
4: you need that much time, though. And, and like, I think I read that in the last couple of years or whatever, that you really only need five to keep years? It for like five or six years. Yeah. Oh, Actually, I did a purge of tax files this past weekend, and and uh, they take up a lot of space. Don't but you save a lot of time by not filing at all? Yeah. yeah. Most, <laughs> most governments <laughs> don't care. Ma'am, Rochelle is,
0: is very particular about things like shredding and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, sure. She will not throw stuff away. So we have mountains of paper that need to
6: eventually be shredded. Okay, so you don't have a wood-burning fireplace. So you Uh, can just burn all that stuff in there.
3: You're not supposed to burn burn things like different types of ink or different things that are printed It'll emit a gas. It's not good for you. you. Does she have the cross shredder? The one that will cross it crosses yeah, and shreds in two yeah. directions? And yes. Like, uh. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, all
0: I know she is probably
2: if she's. Yeah, it,
3: I guarantee
0: you she She does. probably
2: does. Yeah.
3: I know that it
0: can shred up paper clips and credit cards yeah. and things oh. like CDs that. CDs and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah yep. if you need oh. to. All right, so anyhow, uh, they recommend that uh, you can scan your important documents and store them in the cloud. You're and, not going to do that. Uh, and save some space, I know. <laughs> all right, so on to some other things. Expense, and here's a big one. Expensive home exercise equipment. Yeah.
2: No one. I feel like no one ever uses that. I
0: do. Uh, <laughs> treadmill, elliptical machine ends up as a glorified uh, glorified clothes rack, yeah. hogging up space. And if you simply must have a big, expensive exercise machine, here's a tip: buy it used. Plenty of other purchasers have trod this path before, and you are ready to dump their mistakes for cheap. They are ready to dump their mistakes for cheap. Yeah. One of the best purchases we ever made is we bought a used. Pre-core elliptical machine, ah. and it's like the workhorse of That's the gym. That's what you use. That's your exercise. And I've used it for 15 years right. and still use it. And it's it holds It's a great up. piece of machinery. Now, I have bought other things that have come and gone and just sit there well, and we need to
3: get rid of. The question is, you have to think of it in two terms. What kind of workout is it going to provide, and yeah. how well will it hold your shirts? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's like true. I bought. Right. I,
0: I was going to take a good run at trying to build this body. Up yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. So I, I bought this this uh, weight machine. Yeah. And it's 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 a Mac Daddy. It's, right. It's, yeah. It's Kathy to to
2: yep. quote yep. your buddy
0: that used to scream <laughs> in the gym.
2: The gym. Come on, Mac
3: Daddy!
0: And I used it, and I got my money's worth out of it. But I've gotten to the point where I can't do that hard of a workout because my shoulders are just susceptible to it. And you love golf. I need to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. I need to get rid of it, and I don't know how to get rid of it. <laughs> okay, wait. So didn't you... you
6: post it? It's uh, so no
3: biter's yet. I haven't posted it. I, oh. I didn't go through the process. You should yet. get an app that'll help you post it, Preston. But yeah. it's
0: big. <laughs> it's big, and I need to get rid of it. We I, um, we bought, and it's great.
2: Yeah, but according to this, you'll be able to get rid of it. Because if somebody buys it used, yeah. they're more likely to, or they, they should buy yeah. it used as opposed yeah. to new.
0: But they have to take it apart
3: and to haul uh-huh. it out. I'm, yeah, not that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing what? <laughs> I ain't doing that. Why don't you make sure it's on the premises when you do your gig over the weekend? There you yeah, go. I'll the, bring uh, it to mud in. Yeah. <laughs> so anyhow,
0: that's something to be uh, to really consider. Are right. you, going to, Are use you it? going to
3: use it? And honestly, mm-hmm. that is very good advice because... Uh, be honest with yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, here's another thing, and and we were victim to this as well. Uh, cookbooks, yeah. things that we buy but really don't use. I mean, there's a couple that we use, but we have tons
3: of them. Well, so online stuff has made that sort of. Yeah, right? it's all there. It's all online. You just, you just right ask. There. So Claire constantly is is asking. You know, Alexa, in the kitchen we have one the, the, the show which has the screen on it. Give me a recipe for a pesto pasta. Yep, yeah, or Food Network. Yeah, it's just. It's all right there. You got some of the best chefs around that that
0: have all the information for you, from easy to difficult. Books old, are
4: stupid. I think I'm old school when it comes to this because I, I I still like the books. You like the books, yeah? It's okay. Like Joy, but there's two. You don't need more than a Joy of Cooking. Yeah, yeah. I actually use. Um, and Steve, like just the the converse to using the tech or whatever. I kind of like just having the page open to that recipe, right? Yeah, right. Instead of like having to hit my phone every time that the screen's going to go off. Or no, that's that's a good point. So that I mean, but that's just personal preference.
0: Yeah, so nonetheless uh, you can you can find plenty for free and online. What right.
3: about the classic little box with the index cards with oh, recipes yeah. Oh, yeah. on it? Do you I got. I have, have I have one of yeah. those, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I,
0: and I do use it. My mom actually put all of her her recipes.
4: In. Those are usually
3: the Same. ones that I like, oh, mm. This is. Oh, okay. Now we're going to the box.
4: Family secret. Yeah, my mm. mom and my aunt Mary. Yeah, the meatballs.
3: All right.
0: How about oh, <laughs> with the raisins?
3: Yeah, it, oh yeah, that's what they used to call Aunt Mary. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, we call them meatballs. Hey, old
4: meatballs
3: is coming hey,
0: over tonight. Meatballs.
4: meatballs is coming over tonight. No, Aunt Mary made the rum cookies <laughs> and the rum Ooh, balls. Okay.
3: By the way, rum uh, balls. If your mom is ever thinking about. Making some more meatballs. All right. But yeah, I was a big fan. Okay. Good.
11: Yeah. All
0: right. Going back to the gym equipment, gym memberships, also something that a
3: lot of people buy and yeah. do
0: not
11: use. use. You
3: have this beautiful piece of equipment at home. Why would you go to the gym? <laughs>
2: I know somebody who who paid for about ten years and maybe went five times.
0: No kidding. They just kept paying. <laughs> yeah. They no, just kept
2: paying. They just and it was like I guess the the uh, monthly membership was so cheap that. <laughs> they kind of just thought, well, no, real. I'm really, I'm going to get into it. I, right. I'm going to do it eventually. So they just kept it going. Well, it's
6: like a ballpark membership. Planet cost. Fitness is ten bucks a month. Ten bucks a month. Yeah, B- yeah. yeah, And so minus twenty five. And okay. the Y is like hundred bucks a month. They've
2: come. They've come way down, Preston.
0: Really? Why? They,
2: no, no, no. Like, like gym memberships have come have come down because um the, this whole trend of it being like ten bucks a month started. So like to compete with these the people that were doing this, everybody dropped their prices. Mm. It's no longer that like you know three hundred dollar you know sign up and you're you're signed on for ten years and no, you they, never quit. They, and, they
3: get you big time. Yeah, but especially if it's like an elite facility.
6: Yeah, like um I, I don't know what Edge is because Edge is like new to the game. It's a particular uh, sex act. <laughs> it's the L.A. Fitness, and, and they have different um, levels of, yeah. of, of club. You know, and that's the other thing, Brad. You can either b- belong to a club for, like, 10 bucks a month or for a little bit extra, like like a Planet Fitness. You could go to any Planet Fitness in the whole country.
0: Like, we have one here in the building, but uh, years it's ago I went.
3: Yeah. It's insanely expensive. All right. Dad, it, Preston, yeah. And honestly... I couldn't figure out how to sign up. Oh, really? (laughs) You can go down. It would have been easier to join Hogwarts than. (laughs) I just (laughs) want to go down and
0: use an elliptical or
3: something. Yeah, our our sales
4: manager Bill Burns does it every day. That's his gym. He comes in and works out there. Nick,
3: it's not. He's actually he actually works out in Pagano's and doesn't (laughs) really.
6: I don't know if they're there anymore, Nick. I think they closed when the pandemic happened. I don't know if they. they, I I don't know. Burns. They're open. The gym in our building? Are they? Yeah, okay. yeah. It's still okay. there. But I don't know if Burns goes there anymore.
0: Is okay. He's gone
3: with no, that. He works <laughs> out at <Pagano's>. Yeah. But <laughs> hang on. Uh, let
0: me go to Joe here. Hi, Joe. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, guys. Boner alert.
12: Boner, boner alert. alert.
0: What's up, buddy?
12: What's going on? About five years ago, I got the uh, Planet Fitness. I got the Black membership. I got the, the Souped Up membership. I have never been in the building.
6: <laughs> what? So you paid for this? And are you still paying for it? I'm I'm still on it. I can't figure out how to cancel it. Hey, oh, how, you have to go in store. You have to go in store, Joe. How much? I've never been. I've never been in.
0: Are you too embarrassed to go in because you have paid for it all these years and never worked out? right. Uh, I'm in good shape. I'm in good
4: shape, but all I'm right. ready to go in and try to tell them that I tried to quit four years ago. To see if I
3: <laughs> Joe, how much is the uh, the upscale uh, membership that you have? Yeah, I got the uh, the black card. So how I much? Can, uh, uh, Twenty bucks a month. Okay, so twice the price of the yeah. ten dollar a month investment. Yeah. All right. Ah. but I can use the
4: tanning. Bed. He can use, can use the use tanning, tanning beds. beds. It's a selling point. They I massage massage chairs too, right, Joe? Yes, and the massage chair. But yeah. but I am African American, so there you go. That's oh. why I got the black membership. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Go
0: take care of that man. Finish it. Put it. Put it to an end. Go yeah. in and get it done. All right. Next.
3: Next, next enrollment period.
2: Yes.
3: <laughs> it's not going to happen. Thank you, Joe. Call us
2: back, Joe, when you That's, when you cancel it. But what,
3: what, what Joe was just mentioning is a reason why a lot of people don't is because they went in, they got the big sale. Okay, yeah. here's your thing. Here's your water bottle. We're going to do that. We'll see you soon. And then they are sort of uh, they're embarrassed.
2: Well, and they also they think okay, well I'm not going to get that same deal, so I have to keep paying it. Right, right. Otherwise, if I do decide to go, I'm going to be paying you know double the price. The truth is, you'll be, get the same. You'll deal. get the same deal. Yeah. <laughs> exact same if not cheaper
3: yeah yeah in fact you probably got taken for a ride all right,
0: these are things that we buy and we never actually use. Here's another uh, on one on the list: planners and journals. Yeah. Oh,
2: I used to love. I I was a big like write down in the planner, um, you know, like my my week's activities or buy a journal. <laughs> no, I was never a journal person, but um, like definitely my schedule for the week. I lo- when when it switched over to the phone, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't want to do this. I want it written in front of me, and eventually I did, but. Yeah, I I
3: loved those. I use classic. uh, So I handwrite a to-do list. Like I'll do it here in the morning. And then I convert that over to a text document on my computer. So I've I've reminded myself of it. And that's my thing. An actual book, an actual. And software, the different programs that I use, I, I can use it. But just in a very basic way, that's how I remind myself. My dad has kept a journal for most of his life like journals oh, nice. oh, and awesome. so when he re- kind of he recorded about for 7 or 8 hours he recorded his life on a on a digital recorder for us to have once he passes he was able to kind of reference his own journals over the many years
4: i wish i was uh, diligent enough to do that cuz I, I, I might mm-hmm. admire that that's an impressive quality it was it was an older i think it was a thing sure. you know that has passed. You know who still keeps a planner, and uh, obviously, it's really effective. Is a uh, Pierre? Oh, no, my God. <laughs> <laughs> where's, where's my planner? But it's it's color coded, and so like uh, when he highlights something in green, what does yellow mean? <laughs> <the green, laughs> <am> <laughs> Concerts, and then pink is work obligations or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he, he tries. I give him credit for trying. It's just not that effective.
2: You know what else I had a hard time giving up was balancing my checkbook. Like, oh, okay. I had it to a T exact scent as to what was in there. And when that kind of, like, you know, everything was online, I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I would still write it down. Okay. Bill, Bill
3: Weston has his, I mean, that's his work book, but it's.
2: He does. Yeah, he, that's yeah. A, Right? Yes. Yeah.
0: He comes in. I want to say Chuck does, too. Yeah. I, I think he's got a, uh, a written down note. I notes. think
3: there is something with physically writing it down. And then, yeah. again, as I say, I, that's I transfer why. it. That's why
0: my t- daily to-do list. Right. Yeah. I write it down, and I got tired of using paper, so I bought one of those. It's called a boogie board. Uh, yes. You know, it's a yeah. it's a digital, mm-hmm. and I I put that, I've got to hang it up right where I can see it when I walk in the kitchen. And I write down my things to do for the day, and I love m- marking them off. There's I love a marking them
3: off. Company called Guess What I To Do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh-huh.
2: Except with the boogie board, it's just one little button. So, like, if you have a kid that just walks by and hits it, and you are like, "There goes my whole
0: list." <laughs> well, there is a yeah. lock. You can put a lock oh, on is it. So, yeah. Oh, all right. So I, I write everything down, and once I get it on there, I lock oh, it. All right. And then Remember you can. to lock it. I yeah. Didn't know that. And then no one, uh, no one can mess with that. So, all right. Uh, something else that we buy and never use, and this is I am totally behind this. I hate it when my wife gets things like this. Single-use appliances, and I'll give you some examples. A hot dog toaster, a cotton yeah. candy cart, yeah, yeah, a yeah. cake pop maker, or an electric <laughs> cake pan. We had like a we had like a, yeah. a fajita station, you know. And come on, I had man! A, I had
2: a quesadilla maker. Yeah.
0: yeah. A quesadilla I, maker. Oh, you mean a pan, a frying pan? That's what you mean. quesadillas well,
2: and Well, and that's what I ended up using to make right. the quesadillas was the pan, not the quesadilla maker that right. I, you I know, registered you, for.
3: You, <laughs> you, but like when you walk through like a Williams and Sonoma, you know. Yeah, these, you're
2: like, They you look fun. Ideas.
3: Yeah, they look fun. Use this one twice. butters toast. <laughs>
2: <Whoa>. <laughs> what would I
3: use? Well, the, how about a butter knife? Yeah. You, you know yeah. what,
2: though? Ye- yesterday when I was searching through the prime deals, I came across, and I think you have it, Casey, it was a, maybe a breakfast. Breakfast sandwich maker. Oh yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, maybe I want to get
3: that. <laughs> I didn't. But so- Here, here's here's, here's now this is a little more viable, Preston, because people make popcorn at home all the time,
2: oh. and I love popcorn. I am.
3: <laughs> so I I misordered a popcorn popper. So I have a small one that i said, well, oh, I'll just bring that into work that I haven't returned or done anything with. So I bought a larger an oil one. You pour oil in the base and it stirs the kernels around and pops, and then you flip it over. So I got one of those. I'm like, God damn, yeah. Every time you do that, you got to clean that thing. The oil builds up, and then you have to put it in a bowl, and you have to clean the bowl. Okay, I'm getting a hot air popper now. So in the course of like three or four weeks, you got- I bought three popcorn machines. Now they're cheap, which is fine.
2: Between the two of you, you should bring in the uh-huh. extra items you've ordered from Amazon, and we could have like a yard sale. Oh, my God. Oh my God yeah, yeah. Unbelievable well, listen, how I, I just screw it up.
0: When, when Is she listening? When Michelle goes away... <laughs> Uh, I just throw that stuff away. I just throw it away. I'm yeah. like, or go to Goodwill and drop it off. You're like I mean, my like, mom. Like, we had, like, this multiple, I think it was, if I remember, it was a while ago I got rid of it, it was, like, a multiple egg, uh, uh, hard-boiled egg boiler, something like that. So you, each egg had its own little cup. Little oh, I've seen them. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I don't
7: Put them all in a pot with water. <laughs> It does the same thing. There
0: it is.
3: It's up on the screen. Yes.
0: Yeah.
7: I'm like,
3: seriously,
7: Wait,
0: you that's... boil water and you put six eggs in the pot, all right? But oh sometimes
2: they, they like hit each other and Oh, crack. dear God, they what do the I crack do crack now? now. Well, to oh, okay. crack and then you're all out of What am I going
3: to do? What are you, driving cross-country while you're making <laughs> eggs? If you're, the, the eggs are colliding with themselves? So anyway... <laughs> And they
0: take up space. That's the thing. Single-use appliance. That's
2: the problem. That's the problem. I, yep. I love all these. I think they're great, but I would need, like, a whole garage to store it all. <sighs> all
0: right. Here's a few other things. we got. We got to break shortly because we're going to go on Fox Good Day. Um, travel accessories. Uh, these are things that we buy and never use. Uh, it says there's no use, no need for fancy passport covers, money belts, and packing cubes. If you have a smartphone, you don't need foreign language dictionaries <laughs> or paper maps. <laughs> hmm. The fewer things you take with you, the
3: easier the trip. Bought, so it makes sense. Claire was going on a trip, and I bought her one of those things. I, I. It seemed like a new thing. They were advertising it, and it was like a strap around your neck with a little, like a pouch. that. You, mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, that's awesome. If I'm 90, yes. oh, yeah, hang yeah. your passport that, and the stuff in. That, oh, yeah. That, yeah. That, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you don't like that, huh? I guess. Um, although the
0: the packing cubes can be good, keep know, you organized, yeah, right? right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, souvenirs in general. You guys, souvenir buyers? I, no, I, I get used magnets. to be. No, you get what? I like magnets. Magnets. Yeah, I used to buy I like magnets. Maggots. I don't do those anymore. Shot Re- glasses for a long stretch. Oh, yeah, God. I did that as well. Yeah. I'm over that. Uh-huh. I, I got those. Of the, I got tired <laughs> of, right. of collecting that stuff. But it says, who needs a souvenir keychain, refrigerator magnet, or coffee mug? Inexpensive treats like jam and scone mix made with local fruit can be better. Ooh,
3: scone mix. I, I do yes. I, I bought some in Maine. I bought some blueberry uh-huh. scone mix. This scone mix is from Kuwait. Uh, <laughs> what? Well, yeah, that's a yeah. <laughs>
8: it's
3: not even kind of thing. It's not, scones aren't from Kuwait. But it says the
0: best souvenirs. Your photos and memories are the cheapest. But I do like bringing back some food, something that will get used as of stuff instead of stuff that's just laying around all the time. These feel- low
3: Maine fixings are from Vancouver. <laughs> what?
2: I do. Um, I try to do an accessory that will last me a while, like as opposed, a, like a, because I like to go shopping. Yeah. Uh, also, while I'm away, so like shoes, a belt, a, a purse, something okay. like that. That's going to last me yeah. years, and it's not going to be you know worn out after one season.
0: I'll do a shirt, you know, something that says, "Okay, I was there," you know, or something along those lines, and do that's you, about it.
3: You know, it's a fun thing, I, honestly. And I, I, I got it uh, again for my wife, I, I, but she travels. So I stay home and take care of the animals, but. One of those large maps that are all the rage now where you, you, you put the push pins oh, in yeah. where you visit. have like one right. of those. And I thought, is this, a, is this a hacky thing to get? She loves it because it has you put in different colored pins for where you want to go and where you've been. Yeah. It looks like an old nautical map. And uh, people always gravitate towards it when they see
0: it. You made all
2: up right. for that passport thing. All right,
3: a couple more quick call. ones.
0: Things we buy and never use, you know, this is for Prime Day as you're surfing and you see a great deal, think about whether you use it or not. Uh, Over the top camping equipment. This is not related to your camping. The- yeah, we're, 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 we don't
3: have to worry about this segment, Kathy. <laughs> All right.
0: So it says things you can camp comfortably without the stuff, like a s'mores maker, a yes. Keurig single service coffee maker, or a cool headlamp for the midnight trek
3: to the bathroom. There's, a flashlight will do just fine. It's a great camping accessory. It's called a hotel room.
2: <laughs> Wait, what's great is that you were like, I don't have to worry about it, except I have the s'more maker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you couldn't it use is. a stick,
2: so yeah. that you can use it inside. Oh. We can make s'mores inside. Those the house. aren't s'mores. Just yeah. get tuckins. <laughs> Those
0: don't yeah.
3: count.
2: Tuckins are self-contained. No. Yeah, but count. the tuckins they need a good flame. Yeah. Yeah, that would help. I'm just saying, the, the little s'more maker I have, do we, could com- do, we can do, like, at the kitchen table. Okay. <laughs> That's
3: wonderful. Come on, kids. Let's not do this.
0: Uh, another one, another item, specialized sports equipment. Uh, it says, um, introducing new sports in your life is a great health boost, but you can uh, maybe be able to get along with borrowing or renting specialty items until you are a serious contender. Because if you get into a, a, a sport, all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, you need all this stuff uh-huh. if you're going to really play it. But maybe you start off small and then figure out if you really like it and then buy the, right. the more, you know. Go, go to that MMA higher, rental place. Right, the yeah. higher quality stuff. <laughs> and then finally, it says frivolous pet purchases. Oh, I'm uh, Doggy dental hygiene gel, microwavable heated bed pads, and other specialty <laughs> items, pet Halloween costumes, and 90% of
3: so their toys. that, you're almost just you're talking to yourself because pet owners traditionally... We'll spend money on 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 the craziest stuff, and we'll continue. It's, a, it's it's like buying for
0: babies.
2: It's
3: crazy. Same thing. Yeah. Just yeah. real
2: quick, I bought yesterday uh, a cat brush that you hit a button and it it pops out the uh the, the hair ball, the hair ball. So okay, we'll see if that works. All
0: right, let us know. We'll get back <laughs> yeah. to review. All right, just thought this was interesting for those who are on it a purchasing spree right yeah. now. Just things that we buy and almost never use are going to go to waste. It can seem kind of fun or interesting at first, but keep that in mind as you're purchasing. it, I apologize to those of you on hold. That I did not get a chance to get to, but uh, we did have to uh, move along and get all this information out and get ourselves ready.
8: Right. I mispronounced the word <laughs> Fox,
0: <laughs> and it sounded vulgar. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what we it, call is <laughs> it is a good day. It is a good day. By the way, those of you who are on hold, uh, hang on, and we'll give you some uh, screening passes for Nope, the Jordan Peele experience. Oh, uh, nice. IMAX screening. It's an advanced IMAX screening. Our Uh, Tuesday, July 19th, UA, King of Prussia. So we'll set you up with that. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back with Fox.
7: Fox. Good day when we return to And the Bizarre Files. Stay there. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on
9: MMR's mobile app. Want to see something funny? Or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonAndSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR.
7: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: All right, we're live
11: on Fox Good Day. Let's go to it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this woman, President Steve said, 107, 107 years old. When they asked her what's the key to a long life, she said, "Are you ready?" Yeah, sure. Um, Never get married and don't have kids. Mm.
0: <laughs> I, could, I
11: agree with her.
7: I <laughs> could
0: see that being a stress reliever, maybe. She's 107.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 107. All
11: right. Hmm. Yeah.
3: Well, it, there's certain stress elements to that. Uh, I have I have to see what this woman looks like, and what and so I know whether that not getting married was her decision or just
11: Aww. the general. Oh she doesn't look exactly like Britney yeah. Spears anymore.
5: Uh, oh my gosh! But don't they say for? It might be harder on women, but for men because women live longer. Well, usually, don't they live? Lo- yes, live longer Yes, women statistically. Than men? Yeah. And the, uh, men, if you're married, it helps you live longer because you got a woman around helping you out. Mm-hmm. That was back in
11: the day. <laughs> yeah, that that discrepancy is shrinking, though.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 so where where do they? Did she mention prostitutes?
11: As uh, far as. Sh- she actually is a prostitute. Oh, there you <laughs> go.
8: There
11: you go. just <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. got into that in the last five years. But yeah, here's the thing,
5: yeah, Mike, and we don't have to reveal, you know, how long you've been hanging around. But you live alone. Is that your secret? Oh, there's
11: no way. <laughs> yes. Uh, I got divorced right after I got, well, I wasn't married, married very long. Uh, <laughs> nine years. And then I've lived uh, alone ever since.
3: Uh-huh. And you yeah. believe that that will uh, eventually lead to your your longevity. You you feel you feel that you're better off because you yes. don't have these things. Okay, mm-hmm.
11: all right. I'm still able to do this show every morning because I didn't remarry and have more kids. <laughs>
3: okay. Mm-hmm. Now we don't have kids, but I am married uh, 25 years. So uh, and I so I get up early as well. And I I believe it's an enhancement to my life. Now, uh, whether I die early, uh, uh, who knows? But uh, I think it's an embellishment. Preston... I know your wife is listening, so you better say this as well, uh, that uh, it's an embellishment, correct? I love her with all my heart, and I would have died years ago had we not been married. There we
0: go. (laughs) Now, listen, I want to go to the the kids thing, though. But, I mean, you know, I understand, yes, the stresses of having children, obviously, can weigh on you. And maybe physically, that, you know, maybe blood pressure, I don't know what that can add to all that. But one has to consider the overwhelming amount of love you get as well. It's true. Maybe they balance things out. I'm not really sure.
11: Oh, I get an overwhelming amount of love. And it's oh, to take
8: care of you, right? <laughs>
0: no, I hope. Oh, stop.
11: I'm oh not going to count on it, but, you know. Oh, my god! Uh, uh, you, uh, so you, you feel that you're sufficiently loved Mike? Oh, oh yes, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's I, not hurting. I, but you have... Alex loves me. You have yeah, kids, so. though. Yeah, thank you. Yes, I do have two kids. I had him... I got married in college and had kids right away, so my kids are... Yeah, I I can now relax I worried about my kids their entire young life right but now that they're out on their own and have their own children I totally have relaxed about them. they both have fantastic lives so
0: Ah. real quick I have to ask Alex are you with with this advice are you gonna continue to live your footloose and fancy free lifestyle and single and no kids and tearing it up (laughs) you know
5: hey I don't I guess that hey I mean I'm liking the way my life is now so now this is just reassurance you, you, d- d- you
3: don't want to just settle down and have nine or ten kids and you know do the whole thing. I live to sixty. I
5: mean, <laughs> yeah, sure, I'd like to be married one day, but okay. until I find that person, I'm perfectly fine with the way things are. Okay,
3: Good luck. all right, all right, That's but me- also
5: working with people who have kids, it's, it's the best uh, birth control. Because <laughs> <laughs> wow. the way they talk about. It-
3: and I get a real view, honestly.
0: There you go. <laughs> not going to complain, yeah. Thank you, guys. All right, thank you. Guys, you. we'll um, see you later. All right, sorry we had to jump right into that, but uh, we were, we were press, uh, pressed for TV time. Uh, so with that, we got to get a look at traffic. So why don't we dive right into that, Kathy? What's going on so far this morning?
2: Schuylkill Expressway now stopped westbound from the boulevard all the way out to Cajahawk, and there's an accident. It is off to the shoulder. Actually, it's a disabled vehicle. It's off to the shoulder, but it's causing a lot of attention here. So <clears throat> just keep that in mind. That's why you're sitting in that traffic. But both lanes are open. Uh, eastbound on the Schuylkill Expressway. That's slow from the Boulevard to Spring Garden. 95 southbound. <clears throat> Jams from Cotman through to Bridge. Once you get to the Vine westbound, that's slow. 8 to Broad, the Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill Expressway. On the Blue Route northbound, 95 to McDade Boulevard. You have delays there. And then also from uh, Baltimore Pike to the Media Bypass southbound. From Ridge Pike to the Schuylkill Route 1 to Media. In New Jersey, 55 northbound jams north of Deptford to the 42 Freeway. This traffic report brought to you by <clears throat> AAA Car Care Center. For six days only, get $40 off any service or repair of $150 or more July 11th through the 16th only at your neighborhood AAA Car Care Center. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR.
1: WMMR presents Dizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre. Bizarre.
0: B-File this morning brought to you by Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. You can protect your home from water damage, cracks in your foundation, and mold. With Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions, press and see listeners. You get 15% off when you mention our show, so make sure you go to drytechcorp.com. All right, so, uh, yeah, this story. All
3: right, I like
0: there's, it already. There's been some really good stories this week in the All B-File. Right. Um, an Oklahoma man was arrested for killing a fellow noodler. You know what noodling is? Yes, yes. Where you catch catfish with your hand. Yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, like those no. giant. Catfish
0: oh yeah, with your hands. there was a uh, a mm-hmm. the Discovery Channel show about a noodler. So that's not the interesting part. So he was he was arrested for killing a fellow noodler, claiming that the killing was related to a Bigfoot summoning. <laughs> All right, let's hear him out. Okay, bigfoot summoning. Now,
3: you were summoned by Bigfoot, or no. a collection of people summoned together to search for Bigfoot. Larry Sanders, by the way, right? Oh. Is this From the, name. TV the, the TV show? From
0: The TV show? No, Larry Sanders, not the. Okay, so Larry Sanders. <laughs> And Jimmy Knighton were noodling in the South Canadian River when a fight broke out between them. Sanders reportedly hit and strangled Knighton. Now, Sanders appeared to be under the influence of something, said the sheriff, John Christian. And he said his statement was that Mr. Knighton had summoned Bigfoot to come and kill him. No! And that's why he had to kill Mr. Knighton. Well, it was self-preservation. Yeah. He called him Bigfoot. Uh, and Sanders was initially
1: are you Mr. Sanders?
0: Sanders. I'm looking for you. <laughs> Sanders was initially arrested God damn, your feet are big. on an outstanding warrant and booked into the county jail. And then on July 10th, uh, authorities found Knighton's body and charged Sanders with murder in the first degree.
3: However, uh, on his phone, they found that he was texting with the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, so uh, it looked like uh, double hits going on I guess there. So maybe, yeah. I got to believe the Loch
0: Ness monster wins that. One. Win a big a plesiosaur issued against. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Police have released video footage of a suspect accused of committing an indecent act along a trail in Aurora this past weekend. Police said that the female was sitting on a beach, or no, sitting on a bench along a trail on Saturday when the suspect just emerged from a wooded area. Without any clothes on. (laughs) Sounds kind of like Bigfoot. It is pretty wild. Uh, It is alleged that the suspect approached the victim, committed an indecent act, and then ran back into the forested
3: area. We're talking like an entertainment act or some sort of thing provocatively sexual? I think he was spanking it.
0: Okay. Uh, He is described... And now for
3: my next trick. He is uh, described as white and
0: 55 to 65 years old. Pick a card. He was wearing a baseball hat and boots, but was otherwise (laughs) naked. (laughs) Investigators released uh, an image and a video link of the
3: suspect and
0: are appealing for the public uh, to identify. So him. is
3: one led to believe that he was there in the brush with the cowboy boots and the hat on <laughs> naked, yeah. waiting for someone to sit on that bench? Maybe so. And, she comes. and okay, just finally find out. Him. Yes. She's perfect. God almighty, it's been three days. All right, a
0: 71-year-old Toronto man. Uh, died after his golf cart went into a large pond at a golf course in north of Toronto. Uh, the incident happened at Diamondback Golf Club, and according to the regional police, a witness contacted them uh, to report seeing a golf cart being driven into a pond. A body was recovered from the pond, and police said it was not clear if the person was a worker or a patron. How deep are those ponds usually? I, You know, I don't usually think they're that deep. I'm wondering if it, you know, if now
3: if the... If the vehicle rolls on you and you get
1: pinned, possibly, simply, yeah, 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 yeah,
3: but uh, I don't know. It seems kind of hard. Have you seen the uh and I don't know if all golf courses use them, but they have this device that is like a spinning thing with different tracks on it that they pull through the pond and it pulls out all the golf, oh, the balls. golf balls. It's no. really cool. Uh the the
0: golf course that I go to regularly actually hires a diver. A diver, yeah, yeah, yeah. to go out and get them, yeah. Investigators are asking anyone with information to contact them. A family in South Saskatchewan is facing both a financial and emotional loss after 28 of their cattle were struck and killed by lightning. Uh
8: It's an utter catastrophe. Of course it is, yes.
0: Uh, Glenn Briere. The farm owner said through tears, It's also a popular cheese. It's probably the worst thing I've ever seen on the farm. Is Danny Briere from Saskatchewan? I wonder if they're
4: related. I think he's French
0: Canadian. Okay, he said, when I got there, it made me sick to my stomach to see what I'd seen. Breer is a fourth-generation farmer. His family was... Uh, Hi, I'm
12: Bigfoot. I'm here to help.
0: His family farm was established in 1912. Uh, Glenn and his wife were out of town over the weekend. His brother-in-law was checking on the cows on Sunday morning. Morning, He made the discovery there were 14 cows, 13 calves, and one herd sired dead along a fence in their pasture. Oh, that sucks. Glenn said the lightning most definitely hit the fence. Uh, many of the animals oh. can be seen in a video intertwined with the fence. Yeah, it's pretty oh wild. We're looking at the footage. it's so sad. It yeah.
3: sucks. Glenn they're said so cute.
0: Uh, some appear to have been struck and blown away from the fence. Uh, I was totally blown away. And they're uh, apparently still in shock over this. Yeah. Uh, in shock. <laughs> and, uh, they lost a lot of money in this, but they're more upset about losing the cattle, but they are
4: thankful that no one, uh, no human beings were injured. Yeah, this is probably insensitive, but can you still eat cattle that have been killed by lightning?
0: I, I, I maybe right after they're dead, but yeah. not after they're laying there for a little right. while. You can't. All right. And then one more interesting story here on the, the B-File. Steve, you, you'll like this. A, a gang... Set up a fake Indian Premier League cricket tournament with farm laborers acting as players to dupe Russian betters in a betting scam yeah. reminiscent of the <laughs> 1973 film The Sting. What? Absolutely. So they made up a fake horse race. The whole damn in thing. The Sting. Yeah, and these guys made up a fake Indian Premier Cricket League. <laughs> <laughs> And it reached the quarterfinal stage before the racket was busted by police in India. Uh, The tournament began three weeks after the actual IPL concluded in May, but that proved no hindrance to the gang, which said they leased a remote farm. Uh, They installed a cricket pitch complete with boundary lines. It looks completely authentic and halogen lamps, and uh, the uh, uh, the inspector said, besides the accused had set up high-resolution cameras on the ground and used computer-generated graphics to display scores on a live uh, streaming screen, the gang allegedly hired laborers and unemployed young people paying them per game and broadcast the matches live on a YouTube channel called IPL. Players took turns to wear jerseys of uh, the uh, Chennai Super Kings, the Mumbai Indians, and the Gujarat uh, Indians. Uh, and they acted on the instructions of Russian of the Russian-based mastermind. So, this is best cricket match ever. So crowd noise sound effects were downloaded from the internet on a speaker with a knack for mimicking one of the IPL's real Indian commentators. was used to make the tournament appear authentic. At the same time, the camera operator made sure the entire ground was not shown uh, beaming close-ups of the players sure, instead. Yeah. And they fell for it. It's amazing. Uh, so, apparently, Russians were lured into betting their rubles on a telegram channel set up by the gang, who would then alert fake uh, the fake umpire on the pitch using walkie-talkies, and they would signal the bowler or the batsman uh, and what they had to do in order to to make the bets go their way. It's wow. a massive undertaking. Isn't that funny? And did, did you give an estimate as to how much was... Uh, they didn't indicate... it like the accused... Dope? had received a first installment of more than 300,000 rupees. Uh, it's it's not a ton of American dollars, but it's it's enough for for them to, uh, you know, scan. Yeah, so sure. I thought it was pretty interesting. And there you go. <laughs> that is what I have in the bizarre file for you at this point in time. Don't forget, we have a secret text word today. It's your chance to win uh, tickets as MMR presents Highly Suspect at the Franklin Music Hall. That's October 8th. And tickets go on sale Friday, by the way, at 10 a.m. at axs.com. There's a pre-sale tomorrow. And you can click concerts at WMMR.com for the password. But in the meantime, text the word SECRET uh, to 39333, and we will see if you win uh, by the end of the program today. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. A good friend, uh, Derek Pitts, chief yeah. astronomer at the Franklin Institute, will be joining us. Some really cool stuff going on in regards to space exploration and, of course, at the Franklin Institute. So we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. The
9: boss is back, baby. Oh, MMR rocks Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, Thursday, March 16th at Wells Fargo Center. It's one show only mmr vips we've got your shot to score tickets to the biggest show of 2023 click contests at wmmr.com and enter for a free pair of tickets listen to pierre's show monday the 25th at noon they'll pick a name out of our electronic hat and give you 10 minutes to call us back to claim your tickets if you're asleep at the wheel and miss your shot we'll pick another name to see bruce with mmr Tickets on sale Tuesday the 26th at 10 a.m. via Wells Fargo Center, philly.com 93.3 WMMR and Bruce Springsteen. Everything that rocks.
0: It is always a pleasure to have our next guest on. Uh, we were motivated to reach out to him because of these uh, pictures that are coming in from the new web telescope. God, that's just amazing. are all the rage right now because their clarity and and uh, depth is amazing. Uh, and then bonus on my way into work this morning because we get up so Early, I saw a gigantic yellow moon on the horizon, uh. and I came in this morning and, sure enough, read that it is indeed a super moon. Yeah. Perfect time to talk to the chief astronomer and director of the Fells Planetarium at the Franklin Institute. Ladies and gentlemen, our friend, Mr. Derek Pitts.
8: Yeah. Good
0: day, Derek. Good morning,
10: everybody. Good morning.
0: Nice to have you on once again. So uh, we'll, we'll start real quick. You know, the, the supermoon, I know it isn't officially full until later this afternoon, I believe I read, Derek.
10: Yeah, that's right. 2.38 this afternoon, it's full. So uh, you got to see it at about 99.5% full. So that's close enough. Yeah, <laughs> close enough. And, it, and- and
0: is it indeed yeah. i know it is it is close Supermoons are are cl- uh, the closest they can
10: be to the earth if i get if uh, correct on that yeah you know this is a really interesting one because <laughs> every month the moon in its orbit uh has a point when it's closer to the earth than at other points in its orbit so this happens every month and then once a year one of those close approaches is the closest of those 12 or 13. So we call that one, I think of it as like the super super moon, if you will. Uh but the interesting thing for what you actually saw this morning is something that you can see every month if you watch the full moon while it's either rising or setting. So when the moon is close to the horizon doesn't have to be a super moon kind of situation, but just a full moon rising or setting. There's this really cool optical illusion that takes place in our brain that makes the moon look really big, even though it hasn't altered its size at all.
0: And you know what? I've heard, Derek, over the years that uh, a, a couple of different theories behind that, that, that I've heard it's the curvature of the atmosphere that causes like a, a, uh, uh, an optical illusion. And I've heard the other that it, if you actually were hold hold, <laughs> held up an object at arm's length that approximate the size of a full moon, and if you held it up when it's at its highest and at its lowest, it would still be the exact same size. It's simply its proximity to the horizon that makes it look so much larger. And because we have perspective with items on the ground and things around it to, to compare it to, is that true?
10: Yeah, that's absolutely right, and it's a it's an optical illusion that has been documented by um, optical scientists for years. And in fact, I've got a I've got a book on my shelf over here that's all about the moon illusion. And uh, every one of those scientific studies comes to the same conclusion that you know what we're seeing is this illusion caused by the moon being seen near objects of known size. So
3: now we we have to go to the to the james webb uh the the telescope the, the this this incredible piece of scientific technology and Derek, as I hear it discussed and and people who are rightfully so geeking out about it, they say it's not just a telescope it's basically providing us in a manner of speaking the ability to travel through time because of how far into the how far into the distance it can see and and get us close to the big the center of the big bang theory explain what what they're what they mean when they're saying that
10: <laughs> uh <laughs> well you know i'll go along with the time part that's right. an inherent quality that all telescopes have is that they allow us to see farther out into the universe right. and the farther out you can see you're looking at earlier and earlier periods so this telescope does that because it's the largest space telescope that's ever been put into service but there's one other factor about this that nobody's really covered or mentioned yet and it is that because this is an infrared telescope it has the capability to see through clouds of gas and Mm. dust that normally obscure our view Uh, with telescopes like Hubble Space Telescope, for example. So we can see much deeper into the universe because we can see through those curtains with the infrared energy that comes through. Now, this does get us closer, not to the center of where the Big Bang occurred, but it gets us closer to a period of time that would be just after the Big Bang, like the earliest part of the history of the universe. So, we're getting closer.
3: So, did I hear correctly that they're approximating thirteen point eight billion years? Basic, and it's hard for it's hard for me to process it, and not only because I'm stupid, but but the, the 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 general perception of looking at things that have that long ago went inert or or passed on or are no longer part of the tapestry of the sky. We're now just seeing the light of these things that have traveled over this. You know, incredible space. Um, So, would thirteen point eight billion? How is that even feasible? That that we are seeing things that existed perhaps
10: that long ago. And, you know, we're only just interpreting that this is how old the light must be, 13.6, 13.8 billion years. What we're seeing is the light that left those objects that long ago. So it tells us, you know, sort of like the story of what was happening in the universe 13.8 billion years ago. And we know that's really early in the history, so we can use this as a way to read that kind of. But you're right, this is hard to wrap your head around because, number one, Who knows what 13.8 billion of anything is, especially in terms of time, because our framework for time is the human time frame. Right. Right. About 100 years for individual humans to live. And then we can talk about geologic time and we could talk about millions of years or hundreds of millions of years. And everybody knows the 65 million years ago when the gigantic asteroid came down and crashed and killed all the dinosaurs. People know that time frame. But when you get beyond that, it just becomes unfathomable because we have no experience. So 13.8 billion years ago, an an object radiated energy that we're just seeing. I really like the aspect of it that you mentioned just now, which is, that object probably doesn't exist anymore, mm-hmm. but we're only just now seeing the light from it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Derek, I have a question. Crazy. When, you, when you have a piece of
0: equipment like this and you're, you know, a scientist that, uh, that has to make the decision of where are we going to look, Uh there is infinite, po- well, not infinite, but pretty damn close to it of the direction you can point this in. Do you just, do you just... Pick a random direction, or is there reason behind where exactly they're pointing this? Because it can go so deep and not even know what's out there.
10: It's freewheeling; you just go anywhere you want, Look <laughs> wherever you want. To. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. In fact, they—you know—astronomers using really big telescopes have a really wonderful sort of process for figuring out what they're going to observe. What they do is they solicit ideas from all across the astronomical oh. community. And then they sift through those ideas to find out which ones would be the best ones to try to pursue in answer to questions that are really pressing in astronomy right now. And then they sift through those again to identify those that make the best use of the capability of the telescope. And then they sift through again to ask everybody in the community if they all agree that these are the best uh, experiments to use with this telescope. So well, what, what everybody a, can apply, everybody gets a chance, and they pick the best the best ones. One
0: of the photos that I've seen from this Webb telescope appears to show, um, I assume that they are um, multiple uh, galaxies. And I mean, there's tons and tons and tons of them. It looks like a light bright, if you remember that old yeah. game. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I, that's why I was curious about, do you just throw it up there and randomly... Or uh, because I assume this has the capability to zoom in on very particular objects, or stars, or or, or formations, or can it take kind of a, a macro look at all these different things? In fact, we're looking at the the, the screen behind you uh, right now as we're zooming this. That's the photo that I'm talking about. Are those indeed uni- or Are uh, not universes? <laughs> Are those
10: indeed galaxies? <laughs> I got to tell you, these kinds of images, this is called an ultra deep field, by the way. Okay. And this is an instance when they take the camera and they just expose on a section of the sky and just let it build up an image. And in this case, it took 12 and a half hours to get this image. But here's the really crazy, I mean, crazy. That object right there, that's a star in our own galaxy. Wow. Right? But every other fuzzy patch of light you see those are all galaxies. Every one of those little fuzzy things is a galaxy with hundreds of billions of stars. It's un-freaking-real! That probably all have planets, right? I, I, and the other thing is that this section of sky is really, really, really tiny.
3: Mm-hmm.
10: I know. Uh, so this is what the entire sky looks like.
3: Nick, I'm just going to jump Go in ahead. for a quick second, and 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 Derek. So uh, yeah, I have I have my telescope, and I know, for example. If, I, if I'm trained on something and I bump it just a, just a millimeter, I've traveled thousands of <laughs> miles across, right? So I'm looking at what's behind you <laughs> and in this picture that this... And I, I, so many people are freaking out over this because, again, so much of this imagery is the kind of stuff... You used to say, we would see ILM generate this kind of imagery. We'd see this as a CGI special effect. However, this isn't this, this is the real deal depicted in ways we've never seen it's, it before.:
10: Yeah, totally. This is the real thing. This is what the universe actually looks like when you look at those dark spaces in, in, in the universe uh, where you think there, there isn't anything out there. Au contraire, the universe is absolutely chock full of galaxies. That's why I'm so amazed at this, because it's such a small section of the sky, but the entire sky is just littered with galaxies. And so, you know, it used to be when I first got into this business, you know, the number of galaxies that was estimated to be in existence was somewhere in the millions, right? (laughs) And then with the advent of newer telescopes, that number jumped to the billions. Now that number is easily in the trillions oh, and beyond because the universe is so vast. And this is what the sky looks like, that there are galaxies just everywhere you look. So if you pick the faintest spot you can see in this image and, w- and, and when you get off, here's what I want you to yeah. do. Download this image on your computer, then blow it up and pick the absolute dimmest, faintest thing you can find. That is a galaxy.
4: It's it's unbelievable! It's, it's, it's mind blowing. And, it's crazy. And I, it's Derek, just crazy. It is, and and it's it's hard to wrap your mind around it. Um, but it is fascinating. And I usually get two feelings when discoveries like this are made when photos like this are displayed the first is uh, my problems are are completely insignificant anything that's going wrong in my life really is is minor and the second is uh, so is the rest of my life like my <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't matter when it comes to the to the massiveness and and the of the universe and the amount of time but I'm, I'm curious as to how it makes you feel like what mm. do you have do you internalize it at all do you think about yourself and your place on our planet in the galaxy in the universe? Oh, I totally think about that. Yeah, I think this is a... My
10: thing is, I think this that, that this work that we do with these giant telescopes is a, is a fundamental human endeavor in that not only do we want to be able to understand the universe we live in, but we want to understand our place in the universe. What are we doing here? What are we supposed to do with all of this universe here? And for me, personally, I'm always thinking wow, this is, this is just amazing. And in all of this universe, I and every one of us are unique individuals in the universe. There's no other creature like each and every one of us in the universe. So we're all really unique. And then the last piece I ask about this, and I think is, you know, the pursuit of astronomers, ultimately, we're really trying to figure out if, if, Two things. We're trying to figure out how how is it that we are here? And number two, are we alone? Mm. Can't forget the are we alone? question. Oh, yeah. So in this vastness of galaxies, just think about it like this galaxy right here has a, you know, like what, 200 billion stars. There's a there's a planet orbiting (laughs) each one of those stars. So we got 200 billion planets right there. Yeah,
8: you I mean there's not a, a hotel
10: somewhere?
3: Right. Anyone? No, it's, it's it's that that again that whole notion of what I think Hgul tries. I, I forget how he phrased it, but the hubris of thinking when you look into this 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 massive tapestry at night that we're the only ones here. Well, I I would like to tackle the the, the question that Derek brought up, which is why
0: we are here. And, Nick, I want to mention this as well. And for those of you, I think we can all agree one of the reasons we are here is – Today is National French Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, that's
10: one of the reasons, uh-huh. yeah, worth living, you know? Uh-huh. Right? Am I wrong, Derek? If we weren't here to appreciate, if we were not here to appreciate National French, uh, World French Friday, right. then what would this universe be? <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. All right. I have to ask. So,
3: there, there's something that I saw, it's, uh, and the list of things that, that are already viewed, and we're just into the beginning of this what they described as the signature of water on exoplanet WASP-96b, basically clouds and haze and things of that nature. Uh, What is the impact of seeing this and discovering this?
10: First of all, the impact of being able to get this spectrograph of this atmosphere tells us that the instrument on board Webb Space Telescope for doing this work works really well. And it's going to give us the science we want. The next level of significance of this is that we're identifying water molecules in the atmosphere of a planet millions upon millions of miles away. This is a really difficult measurement to try to make. And so I you know, take my hat off to the instrument makers who can design and build a device that can actually do this work. And then finally, whoa, wait a minute. You mean there's water in that atmosphere? Wow. So this is an environment that can sustain that one compound that is absolutely basic to all life as we know it, and it's water. So that means that, hey, there's water out there in lots of places around this galaxy and probably others, so While it's just steam on that particular planet, this opens the door to the possibility for atmospheres that are much closer to what we find here on Earth. And again, it goes back to that question of, what other inhabitants are we going to find around mm. this galaxy and other galaxies, based on identifying water? I know for a fact
3: that Predator
10: lives on a very steamy planet. Right. Yes. So yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. You saw that okay. documentary. Okay. Yes. Exactly. Uh, Derek, uh, speaking of planets. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's one of the tasks is to identify that planet so we can uh, <laughs> avoid oh, yeah, it. I can test it test <laughs> uh, uh, I'm of
0: sorry.
10: Go ahead. Of planets and in, in, uh, reeling it a little bit closer into our solar
0: system are the celestial event I really enjoyed. Uh was the Planet Parade last month, and we got really, really lucky in that. The time of day that we come in for work and our location here in Ballakinwood, when I would walk from my car to the front door, I could see it plain as day right in front of us for several days. And it was such a cool experience to see those planets in that order. Uh, going across the horizon. And I'm sure you guys highlighted that. You do your night skies at home with uh, with Derek Pitts. Um, and uh, and you guys are always highlighting these cool convergences and things uh, that happened. Did you have anything surrounding that? And do you have some other events coming up that you wanted to mention at uh, the Franklin Institute?
10: Well, you know, we tried to highlight that as an opportunity for people to get out and observe the pre-dawn sky. It's almost as if this particular event was meant for those people who have to be up really early in the morning (laughs) Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, they're on their way to work or whatever it is they're doing. And it's almost like whenever you talk about an astronomical event that's worth seeing, it's always happening at night. And those poor people are asleep. They don't get to see anything. But this is for those early morning people. And this was really special because you had five planets. Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter and Saturn. And that's rare. So if you live down at the shore or you're an early morning riser, that was just for you. So we tried to highlight that for early morning risers. But the thing that we have going really uh, right now is, you know, the night skies at the observatory program, we're doing that as night skies at home. And we've been doing that ever since the pandemic started. And, you know, I'm hosting that program to get people to go outside and look at the night sky. On their own so that they become more connected because when we talk about this picture back here behind me, we want people to feel the awe of, you know, images like this when they just step outside and look up at the night sky. So, uh so there's that. But the other thing Franklin Institute. Have you seen the Harry Potter, the exhibition yes. exhibit yet? Yeah, I went to it. It was amazing. I,
3: I, I It's still on my list. I, I'm i bringing in about 200 family members from different <laughs> states who are begging me to get them in to see it because, yeah, you, you guys do it right over there.
10: It is fantastic. You've got to see that exhibition. It's really fabulous. Yeah, it's wonderful. And, of course, all of the other core exhibits at Franklin Institute that everybody loves, those fabulous, iconic exhibits. You know, And here's a, here's a real contrast in technologies for you. When you come to the Franklin Institute next time, go downstairs to the train factory and look at the giant 60,000 locomotive, right? A big hunk of iron <laughs> run by coal sitting there. And then think about something like James Webb Space Telescope, which is a whole different universe of technology doing something that folks back at that time, when that was built, that locomotive was built couldn't even imagine could happen yeah. it, it, it 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 we keep repeating sounds like a broken record but it
3: boggles the mind yeah. to put that into perspective and where we are an imagery that again uh, uh is is besting Hollywood coming out of this device this incredible piece of technology and I'm very excited for what what, what are you uh what has yet to be revealed or what has been previewed that we might be seeing coming uh from the telescope that has you excited Derek Hold on just a second. You're breaking up on me. Oh, oh, sorry about that. I was just Let me
10: try this. Oh, try okay. it again.
3: Yeah, the question was what what is still to be revealed? I know NASA was is kind of giving some indications about uh what what they are uh what, what kind of images they're capturing. Have you heard anything that has you particularly excited? I
8: think we lost.
3: Yeah, uh, bummer. Oh no. Okay. It's just a little picture, a little, a little picture in the middle of the screen.
0: Well, we were getting close to wrap it up. Maybe he'll yeah.
3: uh, jump back on. Uh, I think I'm he's going right out sure. for some French fries. Actually, oh. uh, well, he, he I, I, I totally, totally didn't know
0: it was National yes. French Fry. <laughs> he turned it into World
3: French Fry Day. By the way, do you notice that? Yeah. Listen, he
0: thinks more globally. <laughs> I understand. I totally get. It. Well, he is the best. If you ever have any questions about uh, what you can see in our night sky, or you know, the the, the I
3: think the, my uh,
10: signal's gone through oh. the uh, hey, James Webb Space
0: Telescope.
3: <laughs> Derek, we can nice. hear you
0: now. Can you hear us?
3: Now yeah, we're losing them. Okay.
0: Uh, but anyhow, you can check out uh, any information at fi. Sorry, guys. I think I've lost you. Dot edu. Uh, Derek, if you can hear us, thanks for coming on this morning. We're going to have to wrap this up. Oh, I think we got you back. Can you hear us now?
3: No. no he's, he's actually just, floating in space.
0: He <laughs> <he's> slid across <laughs> the universe. All right, but anyhow, you can go to fi.edu. But thank you, Derek. Yay! Yeah of the Fells Planetarium at the Franklin Institute. He's a chief astronomer. He's a great guy and certainly knows a lot and wants to share a lot of information.
3: I mean, again, with this thing, I don't care how bored you are by this stuff. Take a look at some of these pictures. Yeah. Take a look and just think about what how Derek was framing it. The what's out there now started with the millions, now in the trillions. Yeah. Think about this incredible To the best of our knowledge, never-ending universe that we live in. Amazing. All right, we're going to
0: take a break. We'll come back in a second. If you watch Umbrella Academy, we have a cast member of that show joining us when we get back. Stay down. MMR rocks
9: the Black Keys. Saturday, July 30th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. And all this weekend, not only have we got your shot at free tickets, but also MMR soundcheck party passes. Just listen for your faves from Dan and Patrick every hour this weekend. And your chance to be part of this exclusive intimate audience pre show with the Black Keys. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. 93.3 WMMR and the
0: Black Keys. Everything that rocks. Waiting on a call in from our guest here in a moment. I think sometime when we have the weather, when it's nice and warm like this, that we should all wear some uh, shoulder exposing outfit like Kathy has today. Uh-huh. Wouldn't that be nice if we all came I have in a like that?
2: Sweater on over it. I
0: know, but you came in earlier this morning without it on.
2: Yeah.
0: You're like and a. Like a... Breath of fresh air. Yeah, it's very <laughs> summery, very wispy.
3: She's furry. like a, a warm zephyr on the yeah, afternoon.
0: Yeah. But I knew, and then I saw you, yeah, I knew you were going to cover up right away because <laughs> it's always cold in here. Yeah. But um,
2: I can't come to work without like a sweater or sweatshirt or some sort of, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it, and it's not just our studio, like it's cold everywhere. No,
3: there, there are absolute climate changes as you walk through different hallways. I'm surprised <laughs> we don't have lightning storms at various doorways as different systems Seriously? collide. Yes. I
0: think there was, I, I don't remember what a it was like a shirt or something like that. It it's, you know, "Just says like, a, yes, I'm freezing. Thank you." Or something like that. That would be you for sure.
6: Kath, I had, uh, I, I have an uh, uh, automatic car starter, and on my uh, on my app on my phone, and so I started my car yesterday. I thought I had fixed my settings. Um, they were still in winter settings. So oh, no. when I hopped into my car in a 93 degree day, it was and the heat had been on. Heated seats, oh, That's the oh, no. best.
0: Oh, so that stuff.
4: The... Before you left yesterday, I did. I told he was, you he was excited. He's like, I'm so glad I have this. I'm gonna cool oh. the car down. Uh,
6: <laughs> man. Uh, did you did you keep stay in the car? Or did you get out and let it re? No. So here's configure. the deal. It actually wasn't super hot out at that point. And and I was was driving away. I go, man, my ass is hot. And I looked down. I was like, oh my god, my heated seats are on full blast right now. All right, well,
0: things that technology provides. That made my day. All right, uh, our next guest is ready to go. Uh, My family and I love the show, Umbrella Academy. Uh, We unfortunately. With with where we are in our lives, we have vowed we will all watch this together. We are not going to cheat. We're not going to jump ahead. Oh, we hate packs like that. a family of five, and, you know, the kids in their 20s, it's hard for us all to get together. So we're only, like, two episodes into the current season. So please, no spoilers when we talk to our next guest. But he's great. Not only uh, will you find him as Commissioner Herb, but also... Uh, he does the uh, the motion capture work for Pogo, yeah, which is really cool. So please welcome Mr. Ken Hall from yeah. Umbrella Academy this morning. Ken. Hey, good hey. morning. Nice to How have you, doing it, everyone. On. <laughs> Listen, like I said, this is uh, this is my family and I's show. We all watch this together. It's so great. It's such a Amazing. quirky, awesome, weird, fun uh, program. I had no idea that you were doing the motion uh, capture stuff. Uh, For Pogo. So you've been in this since season one doing all this work, right?
12: That's right. Yeah, it's not that I would walk down the street and you would recognize me. Right? I'd be like, hey, that guy walks kind of like Pogo.
3: <laughs> he walks
12: like that, Jim. Uh But you, you, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. He looks like that elderly chimp who walks with the cane. <laughs> you, you know what? Though, <laughs> you would never guess. But, uh, <laughs>
3: Look at the career that Andy Serkis has had, and he has become sort of the motion well, yeah, mocap definitely. guy, directing, uh, playing Alfred in the in the Batman. Here is a guy who's you know when when you have that ability to do it you clearly do um that that can serve you uh, well you, you now did you take any sort of um uh, uh uh mime uh classes i know you come from improv i know you uh, uh teach uh, at yeah. second city but anything on that physical realm yeah. that that uh, instructed you how to do something like this
12: Yeah, well, I I have a comedy partner here in Toronto, my best friend, Isaac Huston. And we have a duo called Two Man No Show, and which is very clown-inspired improv. And so Isaac is a much bigger guy, and we're both very physical performers. So quite often in our shows, I'm climbing Isaac, or I'm on his back, or in the audience. So physicality and, and physical comedy in particular has always been something that we've really gravitated to. And so in training in clown, not necessarily mime. Of course, there is miming and improv. It's really been the clown training, I think, in particular that – uh, has allowed me to uh, <laughs> to step into the pod feet of, uh, <laughs> of uh, Emily Chippets.
0: Well, listen, <laughs> your role is, uh, is and we, people would definitely recognize you as Commissioner Herb. And so, like I said, I'm only a couple of episodes yeah. into this season. Your character starts to become a little bit more pivotal as this season uh, continues, if I'm not mistaken. Well there
12: there's some plot twists I don't I don't want to spoil it for you Preston. I know, I know. Uh, and that's I yeah, a- keep watching it is like this is one of the things that Umbrella does so well uh, like every season the world is ending like yeah. it's, it's like oh again here we go <laughs> uh, and um, so so the, the stakes are so high I don't want to give anything away, but I, I really think it's like sitting on the edge of your seat kind of thing of like, how they can stop the world ending for like a third time. So well, and uh, so keep watching.
0: Well, let me let me ask you, Ken, with with going back to the Pogo character and, and playing yeah. the motion capture, I, I assume you were with yeah. the cast uh, uh, filming those scenes yeah. live while they were there. So you've been interacting with them in in different forms uh, throughout the run of the series. Yeah, and it's been
12: incredible. I've been so blessed to.
0: Yeah, And you deliver the uh, the verbal lines and then they are dubbed over afterwards. I assume that's how that works.
12: Yeah, yeah. They've got Adam Godley to do the voice of of Pogo. So I'm on set here in Toronto uh, working with the actors and, and it's been lovely to not just play one character but play two different characters. And so I get to see the show from two different perspectives. But yeah, even with Pogo, I, I get to play off of... So even though... Uh, what how how I look on set is very different than the end result because I'm wearing like a mocap suit, uh, so it must look incredibly strange. For this, who is this little guy in gray with like these like dots all over him?
0: Well, working with this group and and you, it's such a talented ensemble cast. But I was not familiar with Robert Sheehan. He plays his character called Klaus. Oh my god! Oh my god! I one of the. <laughs> Most fun characters of any show I have ever seen, and his quirkiness. You guys yeah. have got to be laughing from time to time at his deliveries <laughs> and and the lines and the way he, he oh,
12: yeah. works. Right? Well, you know it's funny. I, I like it. Uh, yeah, Robert is not that different <laughs> in oh. a lot of ways to his closet oh, kind of persona. God. He is just that. He is that engaging and that charming, and uh, such a funny dude. Such a funny guy. And uh, as you were saying, like improv is my background, so I actually I think this is in season season one or season two. I invited uh, Robert to do an improv set with me. Robert had never performed live improv in front of an audience, and uh, he was like, he was kind of worried. But I'm like, you're the funniest guy; you got nothing to worry about. You just be you. You're kind of like so many improv characters all rolled into one. And uh so we got to do a live improv set with Robert and of course it was such a blast and he's so charming and and so well read so smart oh my gosh for your
3: for your role uh, with with uh, concerning um Herb if so are you allowed do they let you do a little bit of your uh ing to cuz that always makes the dialogue flow yeah. a little bit more freely are you allowed to do that
12: yes yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I often do. I mean, that's my bread and butter is to improvise some stuff. And I got one of the best, uh, uh, notes from one of the directors this past season <laughs> doing one herb scene, uh, where she came and she's like, uh, can you just give me like a baby cow <laughs> instead of trying to milk like the whole scene and <laughs> trying to milk all of those moments? <laughs> like I am so guilty of like, cause I, I that's such a clown thing too of like, like, why don't I just sit and stretch out as many of these fun moments as I can? And I think, like, Herb does that in particular. So they must have quite a cutting reel of things that didn't make it in the show. And I got to say, too, it is such a, a flattering thing when you actually see some of your improvised dialogue and moments show up in the final cut. It's a it's a lovely feeling.
3: You know, we're, we're, we're talking about it, but for people who are completely, uh, wholly unfamiliar with the Umbrella Academy, give your th- your best thumbnail. I'm going to put you on the spot right. here, Ken. Uh, uh, your, your high concept for the Umbrella Academy and why people should check it out?
12: Well, I, that's such a great question. and I need more time. uh, (laughs) It is like, it's such a, it's a huge massive universe, but uh, to try and simplify it a little bit more, I think it's a cross between um, uh, people that are born with special abilities uh, and yet they're also born with flaws and as much as it may seem on the surface is more of like, oh, it's like an action-y superhero kind of show. It's actually more of like a family drama, which I think so many people can relate to. And what I in particular love about this show is that I think it's very reflective of the world that we currently live in. Even though there's some time traveling and portals and things like that, the very issues that – uh, that are, 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 are that make us a society and such, I think, are reflected in the show. And so for me, it's not just entertainment; it's also education at the same time.
0: And you know, you're talking about society reflecting society with uh, Elliot Page, and now uh, with with the transition uh, going yeah. from Banya to Victor. I thought uh, the show handled that so well. And and, and out of respect uh, for for uh, for Elliot. Uh, to do that to change the storyline like that like that, I thought was cool it had to been a great vibe around the set when when that was all yeah. part of the sh- uh, the storyline
12: so oh, absolutely i mean it, it, and it 's done so well uh in the show, and they got a lot of people involved in that to you know to to really like if we 're going to do like let 's do this ride and let 's honor it and and uh, and celebrate that. And, and again, I, that's why I feel like it's so important to have those kind of differences reflected on TV because that's how people learn about the world around them. It's it's so funny. Like I grew up watching The Simpsons, and there's stuff that I've learned about life from The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, then I can actually experience it later in my life. I'm like, oh my god, that's not just a Simpsons. Like, that's just not, <laughs> uh, like a Simpsons reference. That's an actual like real thing. Yeah. And and again, something like Sesame Street. You know, for example, like when you see. Well, like that's the thing. I I just grew up watching film and TV, and I just learned more about myself and the world around me. And the show, in particular, I think is one of the only shows that that talks about that and that handles that in such a uh, a respectful, cool, contemporary way.
3: Well, you, Ken, you're part of a, a juggernaut. So at that and uh, Stranger Things are are doing phenomenally well for uh, for for Netflix uh, for the the Umbrella Academy as well. Uh, you got this wonderful gig, yeah. but yet you had the nightmare of nightmares. I believe on your first day, uh, where you were actually filming, <laughs> yes. you, you had bronchitis. Did you not? <laughs> oh no!
8: What was it that? Is. What was oh, that yeah. nightmare I was so like? Sick.
12: Yeah, I was uh, on antibiotics, and we're shooting here in Toronto. And your first day for anything, you want it to be an easy day. It's just like go in, say hi to people. Like I'll be in the background if you need me. But no, it was like he- the heaviest of lifting, <laughs> and it was the funeral scene for Ben. And it's an outdoor shoot, and we're shooting in Toronto at the end of January, which usually it's snowing, but that day it wasn't cold enough to snow, so it was raining nonstop. All day. And what I loved about it too was that because we were shooting the T V show, they actually had artificial sprinklers that they would turn on when we were shooting so that they could make the drops of rain big oh. and beautiful. And oh. like, I was so cold, shivering in my little mocap suit, but I had so many layers on underneath I was kinda of like the Michelin man of like just <laughs> like a big puffy marshmallow. <laughs> Well, and, and, here and, you are so, three, and I remember trying to say the dialogue and I'm like, my teeth are like, cetera, <laughs> but it's one of those things. And that was, we had two days in a row. We were shooting that, that scene because it's a big scene, big fight scene uh, as well. That happens. And it's one of those things that you look back on. And you're like, I survived that. Nice. Yeah, I did that. And three and so seasons that's later. A, me, that's a real feathered my cap. Yeah. I love it. Well, I you guys finally, and, and of course, it like gets easier. But I find that that's so in in, in uh, that's so so like first days. It's never easy. You're thrown into it, and that's why improv, I think, is that thing of like, okay, <laughs> let's just yeah, the flow absolutely. Awesome. Well, the
0: show is doing great. I love it. We're happy for you, and uh, keep rocking and doing what you're doing. It's streaming on Netflix, season three of the Umbrella Academy. So, Ken, thanks for coming on this morning. We'll talk to you down the road, okay?
12: Appreciate it. You got it. Ken Hall. It. A
0: Very cool. And, uh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta make sure I, I get caught up <sighs> on Con- the concerning
3: those packs. Yes. The
0: family packs.
3: Yes. It's uh, hard sometimes. Like, so, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm sitting on a series that I'm waiting for, for my wife to, to, to jump back into and I've been going and yep. I I almost I almost broke down over the weekend and watching it, but I held I held strong. It gets tough though. At some point,
0: if it has been too long, you have to, you yes. have to at least have a discussion Say, right. Look, I'm I'm jumping ahead. And Not I'm taking, seeing someone yeah. else. And I'm yeah. seeing <laughs> someone else and I don't love
4: <laughs> you anymore. I'm the only one in the household that tries to abide by those rules. Ah. and uh my girlfriend and my son just don't care. They cheat on him. You can't they, do that. They terrible. go right ahead. Like, yeah. with, with Stranger Things, my son started watching and getting caught up in front of me, and I was like, hey, but, but I wanted to watch it with you, buddy. Well, yeah. with all this TV conversation... You're not mine. <laughs> with all this TV
0: conversation, I think we can officially uh, dive into the Emmy nominees yeah. list, yes. uh, which was announced yesterday, and uh, we we had said earlier this morning that uh, I, for years, the Emmys are something I just kind of brushed off, I really didn't care about, but now, with most of, or... or a, a glut of entertainment coming from television with all of our streaming choices now well the, the, uh, and and the fact that things are movie length and, they are. and there's documentaries that we 're seeing more of and stuff like that, and they're produced on a very theatrical level yeah, the Emmys have become more interesting to me so uh we'll we'll kind of divvy through a little bit of this and and uh you know, give our a, a, a two cents. I, I don't know. Uh, obviously, there's so many shows, you just can't watch them all. No. But chances are, in each category, there might be something that you're checking
3: out. Well, so. that's how you become invested. Mm-hmm. In, uh, uh, traditionally, I pretty much hate all award shows anyway, but if you're invested in uh, it a bit, yeah. like this, this year's Oscars, was yeah. so a little bit more invested in it. I enjoyed it more.
0: So, uh, drama series, uh, the nominees, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight per category. One, two, three, four. Five, six. Yeah, I guess eight. Uh, And I assume that's one, two, three, four, five. That's not all categories. Some of them have six. All right, so nonetheless. Sorry, I didn't mean to count. A one, two, three.
6: (laughs) Stop (laughs) counting.
3: To quote, uh, (laughs) hit your count button, Rizzo. Oh, man. Come on. A one, two, three. (laughs) Thank you. That's it. He knew the three, and that's it.
0: Uh, Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Succession and Yellow Jackets. All right,
3: so you've seen a number,
0: a couple of those shows. Who, yeah. who, who are you liking? Who- I mean, I from a uh, from a personal point, yeah. I've got to pull for Stranger Things. I, I will always pull for Stranger Things. Actually, that's the only one that I've fully watched. Yeah. I didn't watch Squid Game. I, I know Succession is a juggernaut and considered a really great show. Ozark, people love that. I watched uh, a few of those. But but the one I'm invested in, like you were saying, right. is, is Stranger Things for me. So
3: Stranger Things as well. Uh, I, uh, Squid Games keeps getting. Yeah. I think it's good. I don't think. I don't. Case do you do you think it's it, all of this no. attention and nomination and this critical response? Again, it is good. It's not great. The problem with with I, see, I watched it. Oh, wh- all right.
6: So it's sub or, I watched it subs. No, 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 dubs. I watch it dubbed. Subs or dubs? Yeah, so I watch it dubbed over, not subtitles. Yes, oh, I watch it sub. I
2: can't do that. And
6: you know, Kath... It made it cheesy for me. Well,
2: yeah, that's, you know that's probably why you feel the way you do about it. I watched it some of it. I didn't watch all of it, but I got sucked in pretty quick, and I didn't think I would because I knew what it was about. Yeah, I heard people talking about it, and then I found myself like, "It's good." Glued to the TV. Yeah. Did yeah. you
6: watch it with subtitles or, or subtitles? Uh, Say so, all right. So the the main female and the main bad guy. Yeah, like those two characters seem so. Over the top, cheesy to me because, because they were the dubbed over. Okay. No, so, can't. if you had a, a,
4: a, a, had to handicap this uh, category, what would you pick to win? Yeah, what do you guys think? Uh, I think Succession. Succession is
2: probably going oh, to win. I was going to say Stranger Things. Really?
4: Yeah, yeah. No, Stranger.
3: The Stranger Things is definitely c- critically and and ratings wise, viewership wise, it's huge. Okay. I I don't know if they. Uh, how if, about this? What do you want to win? Who, who do you Stranger think Things. will
6: win? Okay. Who, do, who do you think will win?
0: Succession.
3: Succession. I okay. think Stranger Things is
6: what I'd like to see. I win. want okay. Better Call Saul to win, but I think Succession's going to win.
4: Okay. I uh, think
2: Ozark is what I watched fully, so yeah. I'll root for them, but I think Stranger Things. So. Ozark
4: okay. might get it just because they're now, it, it's over. Like, it wrapped right. up and Sometimes <laughs> Nothing's <laughs> over! <laughs> Better Call Saul this season is...
2: Nothing is over! Uh,
4: like,
6: I, I've enjoyed the series, but these last couple of seasons are so... Damn good. And the second part of the series finale uh, just debuted
4: on Monday night. Um, I got to get caught up on that one. I love that show. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I want better calls. I'm surprised uh, Yellowstone wasn't nominated. (laughs) Uh, That's a big snub. Considered a snub. Huge Ah, snub. I don't
0: have the list of snubs. Okay.
7: Um, Snubs or dubs. Snubs or dubs (laughs) or subs. Dubs, snubs, snubs, subs, but but
0: there, there are several that were uh, uh, people that were going on. Yellowstone is a about.
3: critical hit and mm. a ratings hit. And mm. also the spin off is doing well. That was snubbed, not dubbed, Preston. All right. Let's go to the other, the
0: individual categories. Lead actor in a drama series. All right. So you got Jason Bateman for Ozark, Brian Cox for Succession, uh, Lee Jung-jae for Squid Game. Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, Adam Scott for Severance, and Jeremy Strong for Succession. Mm -hmm. So two for Succession in that list. Um, Yeah, I don't have a horse in the race.
2: Jason Bateman is so good in Ozark. Like, it's just such a different role for him, and Mm -hmm. I think he does such a great job with it.
4: Mm -hmm. I'm Uh, voting for Cox. (laughs) I vote for Cox.
6: I'm (laughs) a big Cox fan. Or strong.
2: Strong Cox,
6: (laughs) those are my top two. Either or. Yeah.
0: All right, Stronger Cox, yeah. uh-huh. Strong Cox. All right, um, lead actress in a drama series. You have Jodie Comer for Killing Eve, Laura Annie Ozark, Melanie Lizinski. Uh, for Yellow Jacket, Sandra O oh in Killing Eve, Reese Witherspoon in The Morning Show, and Zendaya for Euphoria. Now, you
3: want to talk another snub? They say Jennifer Aniston was snubbed for The Morning Show. Ah. Okay. And I thought she had a
6: really, really strong performance this season. It was, you know, uh, do, you, do you watch it, Steve? I watched uh, the first season. I there thought
2: was a- she was better in the first one. I thought she got a little, like, whiny in this one.
6: Uh, a little Cry. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But, you know, there was was very emotional for it. So what's going to happen this year is what happened to me a couple of years ago with how I ended up watching Ted Lasso in the first place. It was all these award shows, award, you know, giving Ted Lasso all these nominations. And I had never even thought to give Yellow Jackets my time of day. Are you watching it now? No, I'm going. No, not yet, but I'm going to.
0: okay. Uh, sporting actor in a drama series, uh, Nicholas Braun in succession, Billy Crudup in the morning show, uh, Kieran Culkin in succession, uh, Park Hae Soo for quid game, Squid Game, uh, Matthew McFadden for succession, John Turturro for severance, Christopher Walken in severance, and
4: Oh Young Soo for Squid Game. Christopher Walken in severance is, is great. He ends up having a bit of a love affair with John Turturro. Okay. And uh, there, these two... Old, awesome actors falling in love with each other is adorable. That's a messed up show, Severance. I don't know if anybody else in the studio watched it, but uh, it was, it's on I watched Apple it a little TV bit.
3: And, then, and you, you, Man. you were so uh, like I don't know how I feel about the show from the beginning. That I, that I thought, okay, maybe I can dodge a bullet here.
4: It's uh, really good. I, I,
0: I
3: respect what they were trying to do, but I just didn't have the time to invest. Yeah, in it. It, it it
0: it messes with your brain. Uh, we also have sporting actress in a drama series, Patricia Arquette for Severance, uh, Julie Garner in Ozark. Oh, she's such a bitch! In- Young Ho Yun in Squid Game, Christina Ricci in Yellow Jackets, Rhea Seahorn in Better Call Saul. Seahorn. Um, Jay Smith.
6: <laughs> forever. Jay
3: Seahorses. Seah- forever.
6: <laughs> I want to see her win. Hmm. Who? Uh, Rhea Seahorn. I, huh? I had never heard of her before, and then she was in, shows up in. Better call Saul, and I'm like, who where has she been? Who are you? Entirely? No, she's great. great. Where have you been all my life? Were you a seahorse captain?
11: <laughs> Seahorses forever.
0: In like little bags. Uh Jay Smith Cameron for succession. Sarah Nook for succession. God, everybody in succession is nominated. Well, that's it's clear favorite. And Sydney Sweeney in Euphoria. Now,
3: Sydney Sweeney's nominated twice. Two when different we? shows. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. In a comedy series or something? Uh so she's got Euphoria and she's got the other one that she's on. Um the White White is it white lotus?
6: The oh, White Lotus. Did
0: I mention that earlier? I don't, I don't know. know. All right. Um all right, then we have comedy series. So outstanding comedy series, Abbott Elementary. It's a it's a funny show.
3: It's uh, not everybody and you said Preston. It's not my show. It, it's delivered in the in the manner that the office was delivered in, sort of a verite. Yeah. A film crew chronicling what's going on. It's not everybody's cup of tea. I I think it's great. Then we have uh Barry
0: Curb Your Enthusiasm, Hacks, love Mar- Hacks, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, and What We Do in the Shadows. That's a, t-
3: that's a freaking tough category, because yeah. I love Ted Lasso. Hacks is hilarious yeah. and wonderful and heartfelt. Um, I love Only Murders. Is my- Only
0: Murders
4: yeah. is great. It's my favorite show right now.
0: Um, yeah, I got a pull for Ted Lasso. I just got so much joy out of that.
4: Uh, By the way, for Casey, in Only Murders in the Building in season number two, uh, Charlene McLean shows up, and um, she plays a little bit of a sex pot. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, Uh. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Lead actor in a comedy series, uh, Bill Hader for Barry, Donald Glover for Atlanta, Nicholas Holt for The Great, Steve Martin, Only Murders in the Building, Martin Short, Only Murders in the Building, Jason Sudeikis for Ted last so time. they're
3: saying Selena Gomez was snubbed.
0: Yeah, that's in the next category.
3: Yeah. Uh so yeah, she was left out. Um who else so- from Ted Lasso would you nominate? I think um oh, Britt, right? Yeah. Yeah, Britt Goldstein. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's in there,
0: right? He's fantastic. Uh not in the lead actor. No, he's in
3: no,
6: because it seems like Ted Lasso has like three or four. Yeah, so we gotta get to the, the supporting s- cast. Yeah.
0: So lead and then Marissa brought us the the list of uh of snubs. Thick. (laughs) Thick snubs. My name is
3: Matt Calper. I'm presenting this year's snubs.
0: Suck. (laughs) Uh, Lead actress in the comedy series, uh, Rachel Brosnan for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Quinta Brunson for Abbott Elementary. Mm -hmm. Kaylee Cuoco for The Flight Attendant. She was nominated a couple times for Golden Globe for this. I think she won one of them. Elle Fanning for The Great. Issa Rae for Insecure. And then Gene Smart for Hat. So, yes, uh, Selena Gomez, uh, only murders in the building. They feel she was snubbed for lead actress in a comedy series. Um, so, supporting actor in a comedy series nominated are Anthony Kerrigan for Barry. Uh, there's Brett Goldstein for Ted Lasso. There you go. And also, uh, Tohib uh, Yemo uh, for Ted Lasso. I assume that's how you pronounce his last name, or it might be Jimo. I'm not sure. Uh, Nick Muhammad for Ted Lasso. Who does uh, Who does Toheeb play? Oh, uh, he plays um, Sam. Sam. Yep. Yeah. Very good. Uh, Nick Muhammad for Ted Lasso. Tony Shalhoub for the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Tyler James Williams for Abbott Elementary. Henry Winkler for Barry. Nice. That'd be cool. Yeah. And Bowen Yang for Saturday Night Live.
6: Bowen Yang is really great. He, he is. is. You know what I love about him, Steve? Uh, he Like, has all his lines memorized, it seems like. Like He he, he doesn't seem to be reading off of cue cards all that much. Yeah, I agree.
0: I'm surprised that Saturday Night Live is in uh, a comedy series. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Variety. Variety. Right, right, right. Along those lines, yeah. And then, supporting actress in a comedy series, uh, Alex Borstein for the Marvelous Mrs. Mabel. She is great in that. (laughs) Uh, Hannah Einbinder for hacks. I think that's how you say her. She's excellent. Uh, Janelle James for Abbott Elementary. Kate McKinnon for Saturday Night Live. Sarah Niles for Ted Lasso. Uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph for Abbott Elementary. Juno Temple for Ted Lasso and Hannah Waddingham for Ted Lasso. Who is Sarah Niles in Ted Lasso? I don't know, Uh, Nick. If you wouldn't mind looking her up, because I know who Hannah Waddingham is. She's a therapist.
3: Oh, Oh, she's great. The therapist she is. in the one, uh, the one season. She is wonderful. Uh, So uh, Waddingham won the last year. Yeah, yeah, she was great. Yeah, and Juno Temple. They were. They were. That's. They're going against each other again.
0: Uh, Let me read some of the (laughs) snubbiness. Snubs. Ladies
3: and gentlemen, thanks for attending the snubs banquet.
8: (laughs) <laughs> <Caitlin>. <laughs> What's for lunch? What are we
3: having to eat? Anything
8: nice at the bank? Stubs. Subs. Thumbs.
0: <laughs> oh, makes makes sense. Subs for snubs. Yep. All right. So suds and Snubs. So let me see here. Oh wait, was Caitlyn supported? She, yeah, or, and so you uh, just read, that?
4: Uh you just read the not that <laughs> no. Caitlin. Oh. Our friend Caitlin. Caitlin Olson was nominated. Um but she was a guest guest actress, actress yeah. in a comedy series. I didn't go through
0: that category. I'm sorry.
8: I'm so sorry. But she was not. Sorry.
0: I snubbed her. her. Snubbed her. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Well, that's. dancing
3: with me is Caitlin.
0: Uh, well, good for her. Yeah. Caitlin oh. Olson is incredible. I love her. Hope she wins. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. So, some of the snubs uh, reservation dogs acclaimed and who's
3: people, got the reservations now dog
8: <laughs> i watched that whole show
4: that's uh taika watiti created this um show about uh people native americans and and uh it takes place in oklahoma it's really well done it's wow. funny um and uh, it you it's really quick to to binge it's like half hour long episodes it cool. was a
0: Peabody award winning yeah. uh, series it's fantastic all right so we mentioned Selena Gomez uh this is us uh it's a, uh that's Kathy's yeah favorite show the Who final is... season that was snubbed.
2: snubbed
0: oh wow uh Sean Penn and Julia Roberts uh it says nothing for the Gaslit stars their Warring and Watergate stained John Mitchell and Martha Mitchell were two for the ages. Uh, from two of the all time best. So I don't know. We mentioned Yellowstone. Right. That's a
3: snub. That's a complete snub. And what's the <laughs> series that's the spin-off? Casey? Eighteen eighty uh, uh, 18, 18... Yeah, I think it's eighteen eighty three. Is that the year? I
6: think yeah. that's the year. Yeah. <laughs>
2: you know what though, back to this is us, they there was a year where they took almost everything. Right. So I, although they may have been snubbed this year, it wasn't yeah. like they weren't recognized. Sucks. Sucks for them though.
3: <laughs> um Gary I'll be presenting the snubbies.
0: Gary Oldman uh, for Slow Horses. Jessica God, damn horses so slow. Jessica Chet, would you, would you already this. with now, the horse?
3: horse I've ever bet on. For Christ's sake, I could skip faster. <laughs> this is a bad series. <laughs> Where's, Where's Reginald? Well, he's got the very slow horse. <laughs> I would have been here an hour ago. But my horse has to stop and smell every piece of flower and foliage on the way. Goddamn slow horse.
0: Every episode it is just, just <laughs> about how slow this, how ridiculously slow.
3: Sorry, time meant to be our time. <laughs> I know you've got the slowest horse in town. We've heard it.
0: All right, another snub is Jessica Chastain for scenes from a marriage. Okay. Oh, is uh, that
6: the one with Oscar Isaac? Yes. Okay.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, Benjamin Bratt, uh, let's see. DMZ? What was it from? Yeah, DMZ.
6: All right, so I was watching that. Steve, did you watch that with uh, Rosario Dawson's in it? I did not. Okay. What'd I, you think? I didn't make it all the way
3: through. Because okay. I
6: thought it was going to be one thing, and then it sort of turned into something. I don't want to say it turned in, it was something else. You're it wasn't one whatever.
3: thing leads to another.
6: No, I thought it presented itself. Through the trailers as it was going to be one thing right and i was waiting for it to be that thing and then when it wasn't that thing i bailed. where's the big red dog yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> all right also snubbed was uh made the series we all love that absolutely oh, yeah. Wait, I,
2: Rom- uh, uh, oh made yes yeah, yeah. that oh, to yeah.
3: me is, is sort of
2: it took me a minute to no, catch yeah. on
3: it's uh, it's uh heart-wrenching and wonderful performances
0: were you thinking M-A-D-E instead yeah, of M-A-D-E? Yeah, I was like, wait, yeah. I didn't
2: watch that one.
0: Apparently, Margaret Qualley was recognized, but Andy McDowell, she was incredible. In She's that. a and bipolar
3: she, mother. Who's off? Yeah.
0: Snubbed. Snubbed. Uh, Grace She's and, in Groundhog Day. Grace and Frankie, that was uh no, that's a great show. Uh, apparently, it was... So, Philly
3: Tomlin and, and uh, Jane
4: Fonda. Jane Fonda, uh, that's, that's right. That's right. That's right. Net- Netflix's, <laughs> Netflix's that longest the, running original so far.
2: I tried to get into it, and I yeah. couldn't.
4: I like it a lot. It's Sam Waterston and... Uh Really great actors. <laughs> I'm uh, also being snubbed was Pachinko.
3: That's a game.
4: Yeah, no, no
0: it's a that's book. Plinko. <laughs> <laughs> it's a book. Your wife loves it. Yeah, it was
6: recommended. It was, it. It was her favorite book in the last few years, and then uh, I believe Apple TV made it into a series. Uh, they believe that Michelle Hurd from
7: Picard
6: was snubbed.
3: Picard has been uh, a bit of a disappointment. Uh-huh. I, 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 I detach from it because I loved Next Generation. I loved Picard. Right now, for my money, uh, the best Star Trek series uh, is uh, Strange New Worlds, okay. the new one. All right, I'm done talking about snubs.
4: Oh, snubs. I was going to ask about a snub. Well, go ahead. Uh, are there any Marvel slash Disney Plus? No. Well, that
0: that it says the last one says superheroes.
4: Still, so... no. Girls?
0: No mm. above the line recognition for Hawkeye, Nothing. Loki, Moon Knight, uh, Peacemaker, Book of Boba Fett. None of those.
4: Well, because uh, Oscar Isaac and Moon Knight. I, Moon Knight for me was not a great series, but his acting performance in that show was unbelievably. I amazing. am. it was a third to force. I'm in the third episode, <laughs>
0: and we we don't hate it, yeah. and and but and he is excellent. He's incredible. And I know, yeah. He
4: got nominated for something else, but man, he's so good in Moon Knight. I, I really think he should have gotten nominated. I'm gonna say this. I think a number of these, and I. I I've I'm am enjoying what they're doing
3: but there is this concept and people have described it as the disneyfying of marvel mm-hmm. and they're uh, I'm not going to say conveyor belt like but they're um mm, there needs to be a little more pop to them you know what I'm saying preston yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i've i've
0: started to regretfully fade a little bit and it and it sucks cuz it was what i was
3: all about for years Everything, yeah and i think this and it was something that we could sort of see coming uh, what is basically a glut at this point. All right, here's a few other things. Uh
0: limited these these are not snubs, these are the Emmy nominations. Limited or anthology series. Right. Uh Dope Sick. Oh, really
3: good. Michael oh, yeah.
0: The Dropout, Inventing Anna. Which is Did uh, you watch it all? I loved it. Yep. Yeah. Uh Pam and
3: Tommy. Mm. Again. I do you I I finished that. Did you finish? I did not. All right. And The White Lotus.
0: Okay, so I've seen uh three of those series. So that's um there's some competition there for sure. Uh, actor in a limited anthology series or movie. So you have Colin Firth for The staircase, That's something. <laughs> uh, Andrew Garfield for Under the Banner of Heaven. Oh, Christ, wow. he's good. Yeah. Boy, did we love that. All Man, of us who and watched it.
3: If you have it. If you say, I know, can Andrew Garfield really act, watch yeah. his show.
0: Yeah. Oscar Isaac, Scenes from a Marriage. Michael Keaton for Dope Sick. He's excellent. He's already won, I think, uh, a SAG award for that. Uh, Himesh Patel for Station Eleven. Any of you guys watch Station Eleven? No, I know. People love it. I watch it. It's strange. Yeah. Uh, but I'm fully invested and I'm going to continue on okay. it. Okay. He's still on Station still.
6: Ten. He's <laughs> great. So it's still, it's worth continuing? It will be for me.
0: Yeah, okay. I, it's, it's, it's very unique. Okay. Um, and, and it's a strange, unique, New York. It, jump, it jumps around, uh, as far as the timeline goes. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to follow. Uh, but I find it interesting. And then you have Sebastian Stan and Pam and Tommy. He's and
3: excellent. He's uncanny in that yeah. role. He's really good. Yep.
0: Uh, Himesh Patel was the guy in uh, from the movie uh, Yesterday. Oh, I love it. Uh, he him, played man. the main character. It's he's a great, he's yeah. a great actor. He's been in a bunch. And of Lily James is in that film as well. Mm. Uh, let's see. Lead actress in a limited or anthology series of movie. Tony Collette for The Staircase. She's great. Uh, Julia Garner for uh, Inventing Anna. Lily James for Pam and Tommy. Sarah Paulson, impeachment, American Crime Story, Margaret Qualley for Maid. There we go. That's well deserved. And Amanda Seyfried for The Dropout. Wow.
3: She's good. I watched that as well. Good stuff. That's there. the Elizabeth Holmes story.
2: Julia Garner is up for both for Ozark and uh, Oh, is Anna. Yeah. I mentioned her name. Yeah.
3: Okay. They're chucking
0: awards at all these people. Yeah. Uh, how about this? This is an interesting one. Outstanding character voiceover performances. Ooh. Okay. Uh, F. Murray Abraham, in, yeah, F. Him,
4: and, F. Him uh, in Moon Knight. Yeah, he's the, yeah, one of the gods. I true. didn't know that.
0: Yeah, uh, Julie Andrews in and Bridgerton, Kathy. She's the narrator. She's just talking oh, penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs> no, that's Pam and Tommy.
0: No, that's Pam and Tommy. <laughs> she, there's, no, there's no penis in Bridgerton.
2: So she it's is, implied nudity. She is who they she, would she be? Uh, Whistledown is that? I believe so. She's upskirt,
3: okay. yeah, lady upskirt. <laughs> I know this is your thing, but if you could lower it a little bit, children are in the room. I love the way the breeze blows across my pubic hair, and I respect that. But there are children in this room, and they do not want to see your aged canyon of desire. Aged Canyon of Desire. I'm in front of the children, I did not want to say vagina.
0: <laughs> Keep it classy. Aged Canyon of Desire. <laughs> I've worked with you for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever heard no. that. No, <laughs>
3: well, uh, we've never had an upskirt from Julianne. Don't no. think I've
0: oh. ever heard that one before. Uh, Chadwick Boseman is posthumously uh, nominated for What If. I don't know yeah. if I oh, saw I watched that. that. Did you was... watch that? The
3: Marvel series, oh, animated. So... Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't wait. think wait, <laughs>
2: no, it and there is a what if. It's with um <laughs> Hold on.
3: She's big on to the this face.
2: Mar- the look like she sucked on a lemon.
4: Renee Zellweger.
2: Yes, isn't that called What If? I, don't I think know. I did this last time, and you guys were like,
5: "No, yes. that's not Th- what it is." This- You're right.
4: You're- Kathy's right. There's a show called What If okay. that has nothing to do with the Marvel Universe. I watched universe. that. Yes. and that- what this if one? Takes- was
0: this one was What If Captain Carter was, or what? what if Agent Carter became Captain <laughs> America. <laughs> America?
3: Exactly. It's that. Type it's of based, of based it. on the it's popular. Right
0: in your wheelhouse. I missed
2: guy. that one, guys.
0: <laughs> anyway, he was nominated for that. Uh, Maya Rudolph for Big Mouth. Uh, Stanley Tucci for Central Park, Jessica Walter for Archer and Jeffrey Wright for What If. Who did Jeffrey Wright? He's the he's for? the narrator. He's the big uh, voice in the sky. Really? This Jeffrey Wright, yeah. Oh, awesome. Uh, let's see. Structured. Now we get into some reality. Programs. All right. These are amazing. which is uh, we uh, hate most of this. Structured reality program. Yes, so structured. These are Scripted. Things, Well, no, these are things like Antique Roadshow, All right. Fixer Upper, Welcome Home, Love is Blind, Queer, Queer Eye and Shark Tank. So it's a All right. reality programming, but it's it's uh, based on uh, not people living their lives, but they're on a on a show right. doing instruction and so on. All right. Unstructured reality program. What's um, that? Below Deck Mediterranean. Yes. Yes.
2: yes. Do people love that show? <laughs> there's so so, I watch a little bit of it. It's, I love it. Yeah. It's pretty
0: wild. I like the locations yeah. and the boats. Yeah, yeah. The people no, are No, the normal. people are, are
3: yeah. impossibly hot, too.
0: Uh, cheer.
3: Love on the Spectrum. Uh, That's the... Um, no, I'm thinking of a different show. I'm thinking of uh, what if. Uh, no, RuPaul, stop. I know RuPaul's what you're RuPaul's
0: Drag Race Untucked and Selling Sunset. Untucked.
3: I <laughs> <laughs> get it. Because, you know, they have to uh, the tuck fly back fly their junk. <laughs> By the way, uh, I don't know what RuPaul does, but it's, it's nothing. It's great. D- David Blaine couldn't conjure up a better trick than making... <laughs> All right, best competition program, The Amazing Race... Uh, Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls. <laughs> right, that's uh, Bill Weston's favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love oh, the big yeah. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> They're sassy.
2: <laughs> we got Bill N. Cowper in this. <laughs> love them. <break.
3: laughs> <laughs> love big, the big, big yeah. ladies. Yeah. Big love
0: pillows. <laughs> uh, also up for that award, Nailed It. RuPaul's Drag Brace, Top Chef, and The Voice.
2: I still think we should do Nailed It.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, and try and. Well, that yeah. sucked. So, yeah, we, we could well, do an entire. Sucked. We
3: could do a ten-year series of just
2: your your
3: failures.
0: Um, no, Would Kathy's? Well, that sucks. Should be the show. Yeah.
8: Sucked.
3: How
0: about this uh, outstanding documentary or nonfiction series? Okay. One uh, hundred foot wave.
8: Oh,
6: I watched I watch that. it. Yeah. I, I, watch, I think that. I watched
0: two episodes. It was pretty wild. Yeah. You know, this guy's yeah, trying to no. surf this gigantic wave. Yeah, yeah. Um, and goes all over the world to find one. Uh, Jesus, a Kanye, or no, it's Yeezus, Jesus. Jesus. A, a Kanye trilogy. I tried to
6: watch that. No, mm-hmm. it, it, I oh, couldn't okay. take it. Yeah.
0: The Andy Warhol Diaries. The Beatles Get Back. Mm. Man, win. do I hope that wins. Mm-hmm. Or But it's up against the last one, which is... We need to talk about Cosby.
3: Oh. oh. So, and I didn't, I see, didn't that. see that. That is, um, is it, uh, who, who's the host of that? I don't know. All right. All right. Forget about it. Forget it, I even brought it up. Is it Theo? A, it's a, Theo. <laughs> Theo! Let's talk about Theo. What Are you hosting this show?
4: <laughs> Theo's Revenge. <laughs> Theo's <laughs> Revenge. Oh, Godfrey's on that show. We're going to uh, have Godfrey on soon, aren't we kids? It is it Kamal? W. Kamau
3: Bell? Yeah, yes. I believe it's, it's a bunch of different yeah. people discussing the um, the the Cosby
4: yeah. conundrum. Dougie right. Doug is in it as well, and yeah, some people that have been really close to uh, Cosby yeah. over the years. Hmm. Michael Jai White. Yeah, um,
1: bunch of turncoats.
0: Yeah, all right.
3: Former friends, suck it.
0: And. <laughs> 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 right, and then you have outstanding hosts for a reality or reality competition program. So if you have Bobby Burke, well, it's all the people that are on Nailed It. Or no, no, I'm sorry, all the people on Queer Eye. Yeah. Uh, Nicole Meyer for Nailed It. Uh, all the sharks and Shark Tank. Uh, Padma Lakshmi for Top Chef. Uh, Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman for Making It. I don't know that show.
3: Uh, I think that is uh, like a, a DIY furniture, yeah. woodworking thing. He busts huh? out his carpenter skills. Yep.
0: Really?
4: Yeah. And Nick which Alderman. he is very accomplished. Yeah, it's, really, okay. it's impressive and kind of annoying how good he is at it. And then that uh, RuPaul for
0: RuPaul's Drag Race, by the way. So I, there's some other things on here, but that's that, that's the crux of it all.
4: This is a category I didn't know existed, and I don't know if it's new or not, but a television movie. So there's movies that they plop on TV nowadays, huh. and one of them's is the Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. I which loved was, it. It was so good. I really enjoyed it on Disney+, Plus, but I don't think that this is... Happened before, but maybe I'm mistaken. It's funny because
3: uh, the line is so blurred between uh, what is a movie and what is a theatrical release.
4: Can't you get nominated for a theatrical release if it's on Netflix? Yes, but also if all you have to do is take the movie and run it in a theater somewhere... right? Because don't look up last year got nominated for best picture and, and it ran a- in the theaters for like a week and that's a Netflix right movie yeah all right yeah I don't know but they
3: <laughs> I see a great synthesis between these two award shows yeah uh, fly- at some point but then it'd have to be I guess you know six hours long. Because Lord knows they don't get enough accolades there in
0: Hollywood.
8: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) All
0: right, so those are the Emmy nominations. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll be nominated for our most recent Daily Rush video, which is the Alien Morning radio show. That's damn good. And you can watch it now. Uh, Subscribe uh, to our Daily Rush. Smash uh, the button. uh, Subscribe. Smash it. On our YouTube channel, if you would, please. Uh, so the uh, the Alien Morning Radio Show says scientists are receiving radio signals from deep space, and the Alien Morning Show is giving away 500 credits every parsec on the parsec. Uh, good morning, Alpha Centauri. So sponsored by Xfinity's Geek Speed Internet. You can learn more at Xfinity.com. So I just wanted to mention that. All right. We are going to take a break, and I'll remind you one more time. We do have a secret text word. Chance for you to see the man highly suspect, Franklin Music Hall on October 8th. And tickets go on sale this Friday. There's a pre-sale if you go to WMMR.com. Text word secret 239333. We'll get a winner in just a little bit. When we come back, the bizarre file stories you've been waiting for. Stay put.
7: What's new? Glad you asked. Shine down. You make sure I always see the daylight. Uh Monaskin's.
8: And I still, I
9: still New music, more of everything that rocks. On am 93.3
1: WMMR. Now, WMMR presents <laughs> Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. <laughs> all
0: right, some stories to share. Kathy, you've been to Pompeii before, right? Yes. Mount Vesuvius, all that. Yes. All right, you're an American tourist. You probably were very respectful and made sure that, uh, you know, you didn't go into areas you weren't supposed to go into. Right. Uh, Well, this American tourist uh, got some minor injuries because he fell into the crater of the volcano because he dropped his phone in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, And then he was charged with taking a forbidden route. The incident happened on Saturday. The 23-year-old and his family reached the 4,202-foot summit of the volcano, towering over the southern Italy of Naples. And the tourist and three of his relatives bypassed the visitor entrance to the volcano and took what was called a forbidden route to the summit.
3: Forbidden means you you can't do it. You're not supposed to. The
0: 23-year-old was taking a selfie when his phone slipped out of his hands and fell into the mouth of the volcano. The man then descended into the crater to try and retrieve his phone, only to fall several meters before losing his balance. I got it. (laughs) Uh, Emergency services were able to pull the man out of the crater and treat him for cuts and bruises on his arms and back. Uh, The visitor and three of his relatives were charged with the invasion of public land. How
3: far did he fall, did they mention? I don't know, I just said several meters. I don't
0: think it was very far, but he went into a volcano to get his phone. A bone chilling sight in the middle of sunny San Luis Obispo on Sunday uh, a passerby had noted an abandoned casket near the 101 freeway by the Santa Rosa overpass what? in California Central oh, man. Kelsey child uh, said I was like, wait a second that's a coffin that's not supposed to be there and I kind of screamed out in the car that's a coffin. That's a coffin! Uh, crossing her fingers that there was not a body inside, Childs posted some up-close pictures on social media. Soon the pictures exploded and people couldn't help but theorize how it ended up there. Child said it definitely looked like it was used, whether it was buried or whatever. It was definitely... Uh, wear and tear on it. It definitely does look like it's uh, exhumed. So, imaginations ran wild and questions swirled. The most common question, is there anyone in there? Well, the reality is not quite as Hollywood as people were speculating, according to the California Highway Patrol. It belonged to a pedestrian, and when they made contact with her, she was pushing it along the side of the 101. After speaking with a pedestrian, the police said, we realize she was part of the transient community here in San Luis Obispo. Uh, She came across it in a dump pile outside of a building that was being refurbished. And part of her statement was that it was given to her by construction crews who said that it was going to be thrown out. And at that point, she just took possession of it. Was she sleeping in it? I don't know what she was doing with it, but she was pushing it down the oh. road. I don't know what her plans oh. were for it. Going to fill it with M&Ms. Uh, but the CHP uh, collaborated with the sheriff's department to confirm that there were no missing or stolen caskets in the last couple of days. Gray squirrels in the U.K. may soon be given oral birth control medication in an attempt to keep the invasive species at bay as part of a government plan. Gray squirrels, the common bushy-tailed rodents native to North America... I take my pill and you put on your condom. Oh my God. Uh, They were introduced, I didn't know this, to the UK as curiosities in the late 19th century by wealthy individuals. They thought they were so much fun. Oh, yeah. Over several decades, the squirrels spread prolifically, eventually leading to a ban on their import in 1937, and that is still enforced today. But it was too late. The gray squirrel population had cemented itself in the country, posing a threat to the native smaller red squirrel and causing damage to forestry. Uh, gray squirrels are a threat to red squirrels due to competition for resources in space and also because they carry diseases that does not appear to affect grays but often kills
3: red squirrels. You, you, you have to think these things through when you introduce a, another species from a faraway land. Yep. So the contraceptive method is being worked on by a
0: Team from the UK government's animal and plant health Agency as part of a five-year development project due to end in January 2024 uh, so they have this special hopper that they use uh, that only uh, these squirrels can get into that's going to have the birth control in it <laughs> it's crazy yeah in Florida a man caught a very large bear raiding his refrigerator in his garage I sat- give
12: it a nine out of ten Saturday
0: <laughs> afternoon. Uh, Jason Mickle, the homeowner, said that he was alerted by his neighbor that a bear was in his garage. Mickle said he grabbed his phone to start recording the experience before even walking into the garage. And from the video, you can see what he found. The bear was up on its hind legs with the fridge door open. Meister, bro, really? When it was spooked by Mickle. Uh, Mickle greeted the bear saying, going through my fridge, uh-huh. I see, aren't you? Going to eat all my food? <laughs> and as he speaks to the bear, it walks off. But not before picking up a container of food and carrying it into the neighbor's yard. The man then followed the bear in his car and found it uh, the that uh, found it around the block at another neighbor's house, where it sat down and rested for about five minutes. The bear then continued on to uh, another garage before making it down another block of the woods, according to Mickle, a tourist from Michigan who tried to retrace the steps of a family who died. During a grueling summer hike in Northern California, had to be rescued last week after getting lost. Was this that that story? Uh, where was it? Was it in? Uh... Is in Mariposa County. Oh, okay. All right, so the man who has not been identified was reported missing near the trail where officials last year found the bodies of Jonathan yeah. Garrish, his wife Ellen Chung, their one-year-old daughter. I remember the story. And their dog. Yeah, they couldn't figure out what was up, uh, happened. Law enforcement reviewed and ruled out causes of death such as murder, lightning strikes, poisoning, illegal drugs, and suicide. After a two-month investigation, authorities determined... The family and their dog died of extreme heat exhaustion after running out of water while hiking last year on a sunny August afternoon when temperatures reached 109 degrees in the steep mountain terrain. So on June 29th, a hiker called authorities after noticing the man's car was still parked at the trailhead. Uh, The caller had met the tourist from Michigan a day earlier when he told him he was investigating the family's deaths because he found the case of death odd. So he was doing his own research. Yeah. A uh, search and rescue crew, with the help of a helicopter, found the man later that day. The tourist was described as being in his mid-60s, pro- approximately five six and 200 pounds, and wearing sweatpants on some of the hottest days we've seen this year, according to police. Uh, the man began his hike... Uh, My
3: research is not going too well.
0: ...in an area with a closed gate and marked with a closed sign. He had finished the water from the two one-gallon water containers he was carrying... And had to drink water from a nearby river. After rescuers found him, the man wanted to know if there had been updated algae testing on the water. He was treated for dehydration and badly blistered feet before he left the area in his rental car against medical advice. So this guy is following all the rules. (laughs) Sweatpants. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That is your bizarre file. We have a secret text word. We now need a winner. And Kathy, give me a number caller, please. Six. All right, we'll take the sixth. Call her at 215-263-WMMR and see if you know the word of the week. We'll come back with the uh, lesson question as well, trash and music news. So it's coming up.
7: If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand football is back and this eagle season there are huge prizes to be won at acme enter acme swooping and win sweepstakes and you could win up to ten thousand dollars cash or 2023 eagle season tickets all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com acme makes sure eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: A few more things to do before we call today. We got a few more things to give away before we call today, too. One of those being our secret text word prize. And we were looking for caller number six. We have caller number six. The question is: does caller number six have the secret text word? Let's find out. It's Nick. Good morning, Nick. Mm-hmm. Yeah! First one of the day, <laughs> believe it or not All right, Nick, what is our secret text word? My favorite song by them, Lydia
8: Lydia!
0: You're correct, and by them you mean Highly Suspect And we are happy, Nick, hang on To get your information and then give you a pair of tickets As MMR presents Highly Suspect at Franklin Music Hall October 8th, tickets are on sale Friday at 10 a.m. You can go to AXS.com. There is a pre-sale tomorrow from 10 a.m., uh, starting at 10 a.m., and you can click concerts at WMMR.com for the password. This is uh, the song Blood Feather from them. Great band. And we're also going to send a random texter, Dennis Crossland, from Doylestown to the exact same show. Excellent. So anytime you need no info about shows coming to town, Anything that has to do with music and MMR, go to WMMR.com. You can get it all there. All right. Today's lesson question prize, we are going to give away a $50 Rita's gift card. If you can tell me which coworker of ours loves Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girl show,
8: it's
0: her favorite show, 215 263 WMMR. Do you know the answer to that? Which coworker of ours loves Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girl? Had a little discussion about that not that long ago at all. Were you listening? Let's find out. We'll do the trash while you're calling in. The
1: trash business is a gold
0: mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Live Casino and Hotel. Comedian Dom Irera coming uh, July 22nd. And tickets are 30 bucks and available at philadelphia.livecasinohotel.com. Gambling problem? Call
3: 1 800 Gambler. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Malia Obama, seen on Saturday, putting in quite a workout at Soul Cycle in Los Angeles. However, her workout was nothing. Compared to the suit-wearing Secret Service agents on the Soul Cycles next to
10: her.
1: Okay. Oh my
3: God! You like this, Preston? George R.R. Martin is teasing details about his upcoming book, *The Winds of Winter*. The seventy-three-year-old author says the latest installment in the *Songs of Fire and Ice* series will be much different in tone and will include a full-scale battle using nothing but your mama jokes. Wow! <laughs> oh. Seems much more different. Yeah. And finally, *Fast and Furious* star Tyrese. Gibbons, Gibson, excuse me, officially announcing he's single on social media and calling his ex girlfriend, influencer Zelly Timothy, a filthy snake. Gibson also asked that at this time we respect his privacy and the privacy of the filthy snake. (laughs) (laughs) That's your Hollywood trick. All
0: right, we're heading over to the phone, see if we can get an answer to this question. Which coworker of ours loves Lizzo's? Watch out for the big girl show. (laughs) And we will go to Grant. And see if we can get an answer. Hey there, Grant.
8: Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks,
0: my friend. All right, which co-worker of ours loves Lizzo's? Watch out for the big girl.
8: That would be Bill Lizzo Lover West. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs>
0: exactly correct, sir. Hang on just a second, Grant. We're going to set you up, bud. You just got yourself. A $50 Rita's gift card. You can stop by Rita's today and register to win a shark and ray encounter for four at Adventure Aquarium. Enter via QR co- code or, on, or, no, enter via QR code on the promotional poster. That's how you do it.
1: All right, time for music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
7: <laughs> on <our> alert. <laughs> Brought to you by
0: Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. Protect your home from water damage, cracks in your foundation, and mold with Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. Press and receive listeners. You can get 50% off when you mention our show. Just go to drytechcorp.com. Came across this story this morning. Very, very interesting. Three men were arraigned Tuesday on charges they conspired to illegally possess and sell 100 pages of notes and lyrics from the Eagles' album Hotel California, including Don Henley's lyrics for the song Hotel California. Yeah. Uh, also, Life in the Fast Lane and New Kid in Town. A band biographer allegedly stole the handwritten manuscripts in the 1970s and in 2005 sold them to Glenn Horowitz, a rare books dealer, and one of the three people charged. Horowitz then sold them to Craig N. Chiardi and Edward Kaczynski. So, the charges include conspiracy, criminal possession of stolen property, and hindering prosecution. Ted Kaczynski was involved with this? Yeah, the Unabomber. It's not with a Z, it's K O S I N S A. I'm a big fan. No, I said Ed Kaczynski. I didn't say Ted, did I? I don't know. I thought you did. Ed Kaczynski. Uh, So, (laughs) uh, Henley filed police reports. There's
3: a new kid in town.
0: Learning that uh, NQRD and Kaczynski were trying to sell parts. ...of the manuscripts, and he also told them the materials were stolen and demanded they return his property. Uh, prosecutors say the defendants responded by engaging in years-long campaign uh, to prevent Henley from retrieving his manuscripts. In a joint statement, the lawyers representing the three men uh said that they would fight the charges so
3: they they at least a couple of them were tangentially connected to the industry and that's how they got access to this yeah. it's wild that it's that they floated out there this long without them you know bringing yeah. these guys to justice listen and and don henley is is
0: fiercely protective oh, of absolutely. their music he will he will fight tooth and nail uh to get these things back Uh, The man also allegedly sought to sell the manuscripts through Christie's and Sotheby's auction houses and requested that Sotheby's hide Henley's claims from potential buyers prior to offering the manuscripts for sale at public auction in 2016. Uh, The district attorney's office retrieved Henley's stolen manuscripts from Sotheby's and from Kaczynski's New Jersey residence, including 84 pages of songs from the album Hotel California, a horror which allegedly attempted to exploit the 2016 death of Glenn Fry to prevent criminal prosecution, claiming the material originated from Fry. So I think this is going to, I think they're going to get, I think he's going to get that back. Oh, yeah. It looks yeah. that way. Hey, listen, a thousand musicians spanning 25 different nations gathered in Paris to perform Guns N' Roses' 1987 classic, Paradise City. Uh, the musical collective Rockin' 1000 recently paid tribute to Taylor Hawkins by performing Foo Fighters My Hero. And it previously garnered the band's attention by covering their song Learn to Fly.
3: Did you see any audio? I, I was looking for a, a, a I mean, um, not an for audio, this, one. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so Rockin' 1000 celebrated their eighth birthday by performing the Guns Masterpiece, with a group explaining it's made up of amateurs, professionals, volunteers, kids, men, women, no matter their provenance, ethnicity, sexual orientation, or social background. What matters is play music, and love each other. Steve,
6: we do have audio. It was tough for them to get 1,000 people in sync. Uh, so it was like, a, I think it was a little bit
3: all over the place. Like a, a cacophony? Yeah. If you,
6: right. like, I mean, it's just, you know, you count it off. One, two, three, four. 1,000 people aren't going to start at the same time. No, so I understand. I mean, this yeah. is what it sounded yeah. like.
10: Wow. They're
4: trying.
3: Yeah, they're trying. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a thousand people. I want to see where this goes. (laughs) Interesting.
6: Yeah, after, yeah. <laughs> <was tough>. oh. <laughs> I wanted to, I just wanted to see what that sounded like. I know. It sounded terrible.
3: It sounded like it a, was, wasn't quite
0: what you were going nah, for. It sounded but,
3: like millions of voices crying out. Uh, in pain at once. Like a billion. <laughs> it sounds like, like the largest billion. guns and roses tribute ever. And was immediately stuffed out. like a billion. Um,
0: it's like a billion... Poison frontman Brett Michaels will be <laughs> inducted into the Central Pennsylvania Music Hall of Fame. Uh, Blabbermouth quoted Brandon Valentine, the president and founder of the Hall of Fame, is saying, as a nonprofit organization focused on music education for local youth. Uh, the CPMHOF is honored to recognize Brett Michaels in a positive light. Brett has always held a special place in our hearts of Central Pennsylvanians, and this fall... He'll officially be immortalized into our local Hall of Fame.
3: How's his health? Yeah, I was going to ask yeah. the same question, to you, yeah. I don't know. I Let's think do like he's... a thousand people <laughs> okay, how's, how's his health? How's, how's his, his, health? Health? How's how's his health? health? How's his health? His how's health?
0: health is house. How's <laughs> his health? <laughs> uh, no, I think he's doing better. I think he's, he's back uh, on the tour okay. and, and singing. Right. So uh, the announcement conceded, uh, coincided, sorry, uh, you conceited prick! With uh, Brett Michaels, who was born in <laughs> Butler and raised in Mechanicsburg.
3: Yeah, he was. He was talking with, with yeah, the interview had, we had with him. Yep. He's he's he loves the area.
0: Uh, uh, they performed last night as part of the stadium tour in Hershey. And Michaels said in a statement, "Being born and bred in Pennsylvania, I am proud to be inducted as an individual in the Central Pennsylvania Music Hall of Fame." With Poison also uh, having been inducted on the first ever ballot. Uh, Ricky Rocket, he they grew up together in, in both in Mechanicsburg as Isn't well. Is that wild? Yeah. Which is uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Which is uh, pretty cool. Do you think they did the uh, the chocolate world ride at the Hershey? I hope so. It's free. You yeah. don't even have to pay to go in the park, and it's cute. <laughs> I do like going on that ride. I don't think we've ever gone. So there that's
3: and, how chocolate's made, and
0: not gone on that ride.
3: <laughs> Rock and roll. <laughs>
0: I mean, Dude, you have no idea. And then you get a free
4: sample when you go. He was so nice when he called me. He was. It was a great conversation. Yeah. I would love to go to that
3: uh that store that's right at the end of the Choco World ride because you have you have types of Oh yeah. You know. Yeah,
0: you get you can buy in bulk and yeah. and you can get stuff that they don't sell anywhere else pretty much. And they have cuz my favorite is is pretty simple, the the Hershey's with almonds, but they make the bigger Oh yeah. longer, thicker. Uh, bars of those—they're the gold—they're oh, yeah. the gold ones. Yeah, they're, they're my regular Saturday night oh, yeah. thing when
3: I go there.
7: They're gonna be my regular Saturday night <laughs> thing, baby.
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Daddy's with his chocolate bar,
2: and it tastes different.
3: I think it tastes better. There. I
2: know it does. Yep. You
3: yeah. know what? So uh, it's funny when you talk about places like this. Obviously, so it's right there. My wife swears that when we went to um, Bush Gardens. Um, you know, uh that the the beer tasted better tasted better. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, know I guess if you're having your flagship product at, you know, one of your iconic places, it better taste damn good. I think it's psychosomatic, but
8: it Probably
0: doesn't, matter. It, it doesn't taste, matter. it tastes it tastes better.
3: It's same thing. It's
8: In the my same.
0: head. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It tastes
3: better while you're if you that. believe it tastes better, it tastes better.
0: And then finally, this is interesting, uh, we were talking about the Emmys earlier, Paul McCartney and the Beatles are locked in an Emmy battle with two of their respective music documentaries up against each other (laughs)
8: uh,
0: for sound editing and mixing awards. Uh, The group's critically acclaimed Disney Plus series The Beatles Get Back snagged five Emmy nominations in this year's awards, and I forgot about this one. McCartney 3-2-1. Yes. That was a great documentary. Um, Rick Rubin. Rick That's right. It was Rick Rubin.
3: Yeah. It was very well done. So it one, was... One, two, three. Three, two, one. No. That's when, uh, yeah, Brizzo was a producer. Yeah.
0: And uh, it was the groundbreaking Hulu that's series.
3: That's Bell Biff DeVoe I know.
0: By the way, hold on a second. So, um... One of the people that was nominated for yeah. one of these awards' name is Gary A. Rizzo. Uh
3: huh. One two. What I three. tell you? <laughs> Count it you off. Know that harmonies. I'll take these out back and beat the crap out of you. It's all of you. Huh.
0: Count us in, Riz. A one two three five four nine.
3: Five, four, nine. what? <laughs>
11: That's not
3: counting. What'd you say? I'll take you out back, all of you. I'll line you up against that wall and violate you sexually. And your I want to fight I mean. you. I want to sodomize every one of you. Wow. You're a coward.
1: And a cuck.
10: <laughs> You're a creep. And a cuck.
1: Oh. <laughs> all right, anyway. By myself, I'll take you physically.
0: Uh, so Paul's up for an award in the same two separate categories uh, that uh, the Beatles are up for an award in. Uh, so he's got he's got a couple of chances to win. There.
3: Absolutely, it'd be wild to see him. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Would, would he show up for the Emmys? I mean, I don't think I don't so. No, because it's mainly it's not m- for him. These are for mixing awards yeah. and things like that. So do
6: you guys want to he actually hear a thousand people playing Paradise City? Yes. Yeah, why not? Crying out in the night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Control. That does sound good. That's not bad at all. All right, and that'll wrap our music news segment, ladies yeah! and gentlemen. We will take one final break. and when we- Thank you. Aww. Thank you. And when we return, we will get the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize and see what Pierre's got cooking for you.
7: Stay there. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's it's not fancy.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant...
7: We are wrapping up our program for the day
0: on a Wednesday. That's going to see another temperature jump into the 90s. 93 is our high today, 91 tomorrow. Uh, So officially a heat wave. Uh, no rain in the forecast as of now, Kathy. Sorry, you are going to have to water your flowers. Oh,
2: my damn flowers! Oh, damn Get out water
0: those damn flowers. <sighs> have your uh, hibiscus opened up yet?
2: Yes, they just started mm-hmm. opening. Did
0: yours? Ours is starting to bud. Oh,
2: yeah. Hi. Kathy
0: and I have these little flower thing
3: going on over here.
0: They're you so know,
2: pretty. We
3: have our our flower thing. So Claire will do the uh, the little hanging baskets, but we have like drip hoses around the flowers. Mm-hmm. I
2: see, that's the thing. I and need. I need that.
3: It's so. It. it I don't know why. To do that because yeah, you know, how often do you forget to water stuff and just, I'm, just, I'm like psycho just, I just don't,
2: but I just yeah. don't want to do it, but that drip I had that drip hose. it's and, really good uh it got like hacked up by like parts of it would would start to get cut by the landscapers right. that like we had to make sure we let everyone know that it was there right. and like a couple of times it got and it just eventually was like worthless. Poor thing. I, well, I know. Now I have to go outside and stand in the heat. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh-huh. Terrible. All right. Well, anyway, I want to thank our
0: guest. Uh, we had the chief astronomer, of Franklin Institute, our friend Derek. Yay! Yay! Very cool to talk to him. Always something excellent going on uh, at the uh, at the Franklin Institute and in the uh, Phil's Planet Planetarium. Planetarium? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. I, I almost said auditorium. That's stupid. Uh, thank you to Ken Hall as hey. well. You work at the auditorium, the Umbrella Academy, <clears throat> and uh, he plays both Commissioner Herb and uh, does the body motion capture for Pogo. Really cool conversation with him. Mm-hmm. Nice to have him on. This is a great show. Uh, so that was nice, and uh, we now move on to Pierre O'Beirne and see what's up in his world. How you That's doing today? Nice, huh? isn't that nice?
1: Mm-hmm. What was that um <coughs> line you said that made Preston laugh? well, you say several lines that make Preston laugh, but about the Julie andrews um aged canyon of desire <laughs> aged Canyon of Desire <laughs> the aged Canyon of desire yes wow that's I, cool she was to write that down lady upskirt yeah. I think was her <laughs> did it make a, you laugh as well it did okay. and it um I also thought it could be a great band name. Aged Ooh. Canyon
3: of
0: Desire. I didn't write that down. You know what? Yeah. I'll yeah. write that
1: down and add that to the list. Uh, particularly for older rockers, right? Who, right? You know, <laughs> been in like five bands, They've been around and, for
0: a while. Yeah, classic yeah. rock
1: bands, super, you know, super group. supergroup. And yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We've, we've done everything we have. Uh, let's try this. I don't know. Um, aged <laughs> Canyon of Desire. Aged Canyon, ladies and it would gentlemen. Be, that
0: would be like the second part. It would like be. It would be like Pierre Robert and the Aged
3: Canyon of Desire. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? There yeah, yeah. is like a. It's,
0: it's the accompanying group to the to
3: the artist. You yeah. just reminded me of a uh, of a contest idea that I'll touch you after the show. Okay, excellent.
0: I love see,
1: it. we've inspired creativity. Did it. Marvelous.
0: Yeah. Uh, why'd you pull up Paul Rogers? I uh, just thought
1: he could be in
4: that band.
0: Oh, Paul Rogers <laughs> and the Agent Canyon of Desire. Nick has the same. We see it with Sean Anderson. Yeah, yeah. And, and he pulled up Paul Rogers. And I'm Paul like, oh, where's this going to go? Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> Well, wow. you know yeah. that guy.
0: All right, uh, shall we do the letter, sir? Yes. All right. Preston and Steve
1: on ninety-three-three WMMR.
0: Now the daily letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve
1: show is brought to you today by the Letter A, as in American.
0: Yep, and we have two more letters to go, and then we're going to give away a pair of Terrace Club tickets uh, for the M&M Fan Appreciation four hundred NASCAR Cup Series race at Pocono Raceway. That'll be on Sunday, July 24th, and tickets include Pit and Paddock Passes. And this is it. Don't miss it. It's the can't-miss weekend of the year, and you gotta be there. NASCAR weekend, July 22nd to the 24th, and that will be at Pocono Raceway. What's up today, man?
1: Well, we got lots of music. Uh, Chicago and Brian Wilson are uh, t- teaming up together over at the FM Center tonight. That's
3: pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's going to yeah. be an interesting night. I think uh, you know how they how they pair that off uh, and how they do it. I don't know which is opening, uh, how it's going. Probably Brian Wilson on first, I would guess. But uh, so we'll do. Uh, you know, we haven't done a block of Chicago in a while, so awesome. I that'd be fun, Yeah,
3: is, are they? Uh, is- is it without Peter Cetera or Yeah, I don't think which he's, I kind of would been with him there for a while. Too, yeah, and, uh, I mean, I, I, I he had his place, but I really I prefer older Chicago. Yeah, you know. CTA. Uh, well, there'll be a lot of horns.
8: Yes, um, yeah. famous Chicago
1: be, horns. The horns will be yeah. there, uh, and Brian Wilson will be there. So. <laughs> That's it. So, and, so good. Yeah, and the railroad will be there too. <laughs> And, and the opening clown. will be aged canyon of desire. I just <laughs> got this. Uh, just got this from Electric Factory concerts. Yeah, um, but um, that's also going to be happening anyway. Then we'll get into a block of Queen. Then we'll get into a block of Live Aid. Uh, material because right. today's the anniversary in 1985 of that legendary concert here oh my in God. Philadelphia. It's amazing. Seven years. Yeah. It was just stunning. One of the most amazing concerts I've ever seen. Wow. So, okay, that's gonna be uh, and uh, Dave Matthews Band tickets. Oh,
0: excellent. Nice trip to take with Pierre. Make sure you stay with him. I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, Acme Official Grocery Store. The President Steve Show, also brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts, Official Coffee at the President Steve Show, and by Northeast Wash Pros. Uh, do you have algae, moss or, m- moss, or mildew on the outside of your home? Well, call Northeast Wash Pros online at mywashpros.com. dot com. Uh, tomorrow on the program, we'll have many things for you, including a guest, and that will be the lovely Jenny Slate ah, on the show. She's got her. a new uh, new movie that's getting rave reviews. Excellent. So we'll ask her about that and more. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Yes! Preston and
1: Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Hey everybody! It's good to have you on the show. Bop, a doo, doo, doo,
8: bop, a